mental. In today's society, there are very few places where you can still be yourself, and the freedom of expression actually exists. Hey, page 108, paragraph 3, no joke, stealing with flatulence, excretion, urination, ejaculation, or other bodily functions. Oh, wow. Until now. You sound hot as hell, and I listen to you every night. You son of a bitch. You make him sad before I go to sleep. You're going down, sister. Cool, say. Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout, where real people with fake names and invisible faces create the ultimate in reality radio. You can live through us. Um, it's just too bad that you can't sniff our fingers through the radio. El Jefe's Hideout on Washington's 106.7 WJFK. Oh, the only other place I'd rather be than right here, right now, is tucked behind a toilet bowl at Nissan Pavilion. Because tonight it's the Dave Matthews Band at Nissan, and you know the quality and the smell of whore out there has to be just simply amazing, J-Dub. I guarantee it's the smell of menstruation. <laughs> Welcome to El Jefe's Hideout. 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. That is my partner in crime, J-Dubs. And sitting in with us on this fine Saturday night, looked like it was going to be terrible this morning when I woke up, turned into a beautiful day. It's a nice, crisp evening in the capital of the free world, Washington, D.C. And sitting is Dyslexic V. How you doing, bro? Up, oh, hold on. we got to get your mic up. You're on mic four. Okay. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Really, really good, though. Thank you. <laughs> hey, no problem. It's going to be a bumpy road tonight, fellas. It's going to be a very bumpy road. But yeah, it's okay. afforded that air. You know, we actually cut all the fat off of the show. And now it's just the... The legitimate parts of El Jefe's hideout here with you this evening. Bunch of stuff to do. Uh, let's go through the regu uh, regular rigmarole, though. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Also, the AOL for broadband instant messaging is JFK El Jefe. You spell that E-L-J-E-F-E-L-F-A. Uh, -E -E also, very same thing for the website put up by our uh, dog. JD, who I keep inviting. JD has one of the ever so coveted hideout passes. And I keep inviting him to come in and sit in on the show. I think he's a little scared of us, though, Dubs. Really? I even told him, uh, I, I chatted with him on the OL for broadband, and I told him he could even put me on his resume as a uh, reference. Oh, he's a great web yeah. designer. I mean, I, I don't know how it, I don't know anything about web designing, but I know if I had tried to create, like, a site for El Jefe's hideout, it would look nothing like El because I don't have that kind of skills. But uh, very good stuff. And also, you can email us to ejhideout at yahoo.com. Now, speaking of the AOL for broadband, those of you with Internet connections, we've done something. We've done something that we're super excited about, in fact. Uh, disappointed initially in the, first, in the first returns, but now that we're going to be able to debut it to you, the hideout listening audience... I think that everything should even out a little bit more. Yeah. Now, you're going to notice one thing on tonight's show. It's not going to be real loud. Ah! That's because Spoon's not. Ah! Spoon is down in Hotlanta for the uh, Redskins games. Hey, let's all uh, just give a big yell for Spoon. Ah! Ah! Uh, ha -ha! Ha -ha! Ah! Yeah, yeah, man. Jesus Christ, blah, blah, blah. Ha -ha! So there's our Spoon impression. Spoon. <laughs> 
thank you for not being here tonight. We're actually looking forward to it just being me, Dubs, and Dyslexic V for a little while. Oh, Tommy is here. Yeah. Tommy's here helping out. Um, t Tommy, in the back. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Dyslexic V, just hang in there, bro. You would know him as I'm... Tommy backwards. Okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, getting back to the website, though, and AOL for broadband. Um, what happened is Dubs. Dubs, you actually have done this before to a friend of yours. Yeah, I'm very childish. I like to play little pranks on the Internet. Uh, I put them up on, I put one of my friends up on hotternot.com before, because like earlier that day he was on the air ranting that he hates everybody on hotternot.com. They're all ugly and everything. I'm like, and so I gave him a call, and I'm like, guess who's on hotternot.com? He's like, who? I'm like, you. And actually, it was Dr. Reamer, who was a guest on the show a yeah. few weeks back. And how, what was Dr. Reamer's rating? Do you remember? Dr. Reamer actually got a pretty good rating because it was a black and white picture. He got like an 8.2. Did he really? Yeah. Now, I... Here's the thing. I hate those sites, too, but they're v they're very addicting. Yeah. You go on the site, and the, pretty much the purpose is there's a picture up. You rate them between 1 to 10, and as soon as you, like, put in 9 or whatever, it moves on to the next frame so you can see what the averages of the person you just rated. And then, too, it brings up a next picture. So every time you rate somebody, you want to see what their score is. Yeah. So it goes over to the next frame, and you're like, oh, look at this asswipe. I want to rate this person, too. Yeah. Have, have you ever been on their dyslexic V? I don't know. Yeah, definitely. So here's what we've done. And actually, I'm going to give all this to Dubs. This is your brainchild. And it's been spewing around the building. Everybody's excited about this. If you go to eljefe.tk right now, in fact, uh, Cheeseface has set up a message board or um, a chat room for everybody to chat in. If you go to eljefe.tk, you can see under the news section, September 12, 2003, Cameron Gray, operations manager, 106.7 WJFK, is on hotornot.com. Sexy man. So, it actually has a link. The guy that won't let us drink in the studio is on there with a drink in his hand. <laughs> That's so great. That's so classic. So, if you go to eljefe.tk using your AOL for broadband, you click on the link. There it is. Hotornot.com. I believe it's under Cam Daddy. Cam Daddy 2003. So you can look for Cam Daddy 2003, too. And there is a picture of the man that hotlines us, telling us not to talk about breast milk, the man that will take us out to lunch occasionally, the man that actually believes in El Jefe's hideout. Why we continue to pick on this man is unbeknownst to me. Because he lets us. You know, if he didn't let us, he wouldn't do it anymore. But he, he just giggles and... He thinks we're funny somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So I am now going to click... Now, what do you think? I mean, honestly, if you look at this picture, and those of you that are not any right now, um, it's a picture of Cameron. Cameron actually, I hate to say this, a little bit like Johnny Knoxville. A little bit but like Johnny Knoxville and almost Jim Romish. Oh. We call, uh, I've called him Jew Rome, a, uh, Rome a great many times. Now, we're not usually of the, uh, we don't usually use the stereotypical humor. No, no but he, he's Jewish, and he looks like Jim Rome, and Jew and Jim sound a lot alike, so Jew Rome, it just makes sense to me. So it's a cross between Jew Rome and Johnny Knoxville, and he's got this, it's like he's got but this... gay. <laughs> <laughs> he's got this... this this cup in his hand and he's drinking and whoever's taking the picture he's like either saying no because he's grasping out with his hand for like the camera or he's like whoa or he's like 
Liddy, is that your sack? I need to feel it again. It's it's one of those things. Uh, you think if when he gets drunk he cries about Liddy, that's why he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to drink anymore. He's like, he was such an a hole to me. <sighs> I don't ever know if he had a bad relationship with Liddy. From what I hear, everybody. So, all right, here we go. Let's do this now. Um, we'll let you. Have you seen this photo yet? Oh, uh, dyslexic V. No, never seen it. Um, one being the worst. Ten being the hottest, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Let's see now. I am going to go to... What do you think? Between one or ten, how would you rate Cameron Gray, WJFK Operations Manager, Dyslexic V? I'd probably give him a ten because I need a raise. <laughs> All right, that's not going to help you because he's down in Hotland now. It's not like he can hear the show. Damn. I'll give it a one then. I'm going to say he's very average. I'm going to say Dyslexic V gives him a six. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, would you sleep with the six? Would I sleep with yeah. a six? Yeah. yeah, man. What's the George Carlin George, I've never been with a ten, but I've been with five twos. Yep. That's a dream. Now, you see this, though. I've given Cameron a six, and on HotOrNot.com, he's got a 7.7. .7. That's the overall rating out of 58 votes. So, everybody, go click on ElHefe.tk using the AOL for broadband and vote on Cameron. We're going to do this, I don't know, forever. Until we get a, a nice sampling of what people think Cameron Gray looks like. Now you look at the new, the next asswipe up there with the Mexican flag behind him. <laughs> it could be you, Heffy. Holding up the peace sign. I only wish I was that skinny. I think it's Fidel. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's doing now. Instead of answering calls, he's taking pictures of himself. He, he's emailing everybody that gives him a one and yelling at him. <laughs> it's, he should be on employed or unemployed.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's too inside. Too inside. I'm just jerking your chin. No, it's not too inside. Everybody knows in the life of a caller. So, anyway, that's something. But when it comes to these websites, though, Dubs, I think what's one of the funniest things is I think people like to go here and goof and throw the whole system off. Legitimately, in our society, I believe someone like Cameron Gray would be about a 4.7. Yeah. On the opposite end of the scale. I don't... I don't, I don't see him, especially in this picture, being a very good-looking guy. Well, I mean, he's old, though. He's getting up there. <laughs> he's getting gray hair. I think most I think, I think, legitimately, I think he's a good-looking old man. But wait, who's doing the voting, though? Girls or guys? I can't tell. Well, see, oh. that's the other thing, too, because this is a mixture of guys and girls, isn't it? Yeah. That, can, that are on the website that can vote? Yeah, you can, do, you can do guys and girls. You can do just guys, you know, all and, of it. And I think, because, like, what's your favorite thing to do whenever you go on the website, Dubs? On which website? On hotornot.com. Give everybody ones. I lo and the ugly people tens. See, you throw the whole system off. Yeah. And, and in my opinion, that's what I think is what's happening with Cameron Gray's uh, outlook on hotornot.com. I think people look at him and they're like, what an asswipe. Let's give him a ten. That's going to be funny. Everybody's going to think he's really hot. But the thing is, on there, you can uh, if you go through and keep on going through, all the really ugly people have eights and all the uh, really hot people have nine or nine and a halves. So if you're ugly, you have eight or lower, basically. Really? Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. So well, that's what I've observed on my uh, my do you think, on the website. Do you think I could be an eight? No, never. I, <laughs> really? I think in some of your pictures, you'd be an eight, yeah. <laughs> you're such an ass. Here's the thing, too. Lisa was upstairs taking pictures for something or other, and she wanted to take take Lisa, uh, formerly of the uh, Don and Mike show. She's now assistant operations director. And she's upstairs taking pictures. And she takes a picture of me with one of those fancy digital cameras where you can see mm -hmm. it immediately. I'm just so 
fat. It's like a it's like a marshmallow that's got like hair stuck all over. Just big fat cheeks and Do you think it's the camera putting the pounds on you? No, it can't be. It's part of your charm, I think. Do you think the fatness is part of it? Yeah, definitely. Apparently not with the skanks last week. Well, the hell with them. What did you think of last week's show, Dubs? We we lost control of the show. It it became four horrors and a spoon show, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that's what Spoon. That's what it would be if it was Spoon's Hit 'Em Up Radio. <laughs> hit 'Em High Hotline. He'd have five skinks in here all the time, just talking about nothing. Um, but anyway, Maddie Vince. <laughs> if you want, if you want, if you want skinks to come out, MaddieVince.com. <laughs> go, go to MaddieVince.com. Actually, Angie Spoon's girlfriend was very nice. Yeah, there was a couple of them that were nice. A couple of them that just got in my craw. Now here's the thing too, Spoon's. Spoon's girl was hitting on me. Yeah? Legitimately, she, like, grabbed my ass three or four times after Really? I'm not even kidding you. It's one of those things where we're outside. I wanted to go outside. Oh, deep. Thinking of... <laughs> about knuckle. <laughs> Very good. It's one of those things, like, she got knuckle deep on me. <laughs> That's where you know a girl loves you. So we go outside, and I'm chatting with the girls, okay? And what ended up happening was that... Uh, oh, uh-oh. Wow. What? Elhefe.tk isn't working. Hmm. So everybody try hybridradio.net slash El Jefe. And hybridradio.net is JD's site. Can you just go to hybridradio.net and just click on the El Jefe? Yeah. Go, just go to hybridradio.net. Go to links. and the, I, It's a lot of there, but I promise it's you, worth it. looking at the picture of our operations manager, Cameron Gray, it works out. Hey, we, do we still have uh, By Curious BJ's picture? <laughs> We do have By Curious BJ. Our, our uh, sports analyst, By Curious BJ. Is he going to be joining us this evening? I hope so. I, I've left him numerous messages. He's a busy man, though. He has to uh, go to school in eastern Michigan three days a week. So he's very busy. That's all there is to do. I, I'm hoping he calls us with the Michigan High School football update. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, I hope so. Somebody <laughs> is also sending us some things. Facethejury.com, ratemyface.com. Face the Jury's a good one. I put uh, Dr. Reamer up on that one, too. And that one's good because you can go like uh, to geographic locations and look at the people. Instead of just looking at people all across the country, you can actually go to people in just Washington, D.C. See, I'd be willing to put myself up on one of these sites if I didn't want to keep my like my identity concealed. You know what I'm saying? I mean, cause, well, that and my low self-esteem too. I don't think that would help me at all because I really—I already think I look. Obviously, the way the girls reacted to me last week, I'm not a good-looking dude. I think Spoon tainted that whole thing anyway. Why do you say that? Because he's always—he—he he always gets mad at us for calling him old and everything. And I think he figured this was his chance to uh, to be the stud in the group, you know. And he—he he talked himself up and probably made fun of you the whole time off air before the show. That's just my theory. That makes a lot of sense because they already came in here with like a bad attitude, attitude and yeah. stuff. And Spoon seems like that kind of guy. Dyslexic V, in your dealings with Spoon, man, what have you what have you come to know from that character? I think he's a player, to be honest. A player? Really? Yeah. Definitely. You think he's a pimp? Definitely pimp. Well, for fifty, yeah, I'd say for a fifty-year-old man, he can pimp. That's what I'm saying. But Spoon seems like that kind of guy, like especially if like you were at the bar or something and you saw a girl you were into. And, like, you asked, hey, man, why don't you go up to her and start rapping for me? And then, like, you start the conversation. I'll hop in or, you know, never scope it out or whatever. That he'd be the guy that, dumb and dumber. Yeah. Exactly. Dumb and dumber. When was it? Was it Lloyd? Yeah. Lloyd. Or Harry? I don't know. Uh, the Jeff Daniels character. The Jeff Daniels character goes over for the uh, Jim Carrey character. And it never works out because that one ends up getting the date. I think that would be Spoon. Spoon, to me, also, legitimately seems like a big C-blocker. 
instead of like the fat girl in the group, Spoon seems like the kind of guy that would see block. You know what Spoon seems like to me? The kind of guy that would frequent like the local dirt pool hall. You know, like the really bad pool hall that you can't even drink at. All like the uh, high school kids go there at about you know 4 p.m. till 7 when they have to go home. And Spoon's just chilling there, buying buying packs of Marlboro Reds for him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> He's also the one going up to, like, the table of the girls, high school girls, playing a uh, pool. Be like, I got some I got some bush light in my car. You want to come back to my pad and party? The walk is best. Yeah, definitely. So, light. 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. So, net. Hit up the links that will take you to the site, and uh, we can go from there. Hotternot.com with Cameron Gray online with that. Speaking of Cameron, man, i got to give him a little bit of props, Stubbs. And the reason I'm going to give Cameron some props, believe it or not, is because he said no to, like, a big WJFK 9-11-like tribute thing. I do agree with that. And obviously, 9-11 happened. Everybody took their time to remember. Uh, very big ups to Ron and Fez, who handled the situation tremendously. Well, I think that's how it should have been. I think each show should handle it the way, the way they want to handle it. And I don't think there should be a uh, uh, different PSA every 30 seconds, a recorded PSA. I think every show should handle it, especially on a talk station mm -hmm. like that. I'm going to say this, though. I want to call out DC 101. I think with DC 101, and it's especially rock stations, and something that our rock station did before us uh, whenever we were in Michigan. We rock you, America. <laughs> so here's what happens, and I'm sure it was some lame-ass Clear Channel idea. There are, like, basically four companies that all own all of the radio stations. There's Infinity Broadcasting, which we work for. There's Clear Channel, which owns just about everything in the world, including, like, most um, concert events and things like yeah. this. And a couple others here or there, but really, you know, we're the two main players. And so what happened is they sent out, or I'm sure Clear Channel did something like this because they're known for this kind of stuff. They remixed the Trapped song, Headstrong, and they put, like, clips of 9-11 all throughout the song. Can you think of a more inappropriate thing to do, almost? I mean... And so it's stuff like, Headstrong will take you on... And then it's George W. Bush. We will get the evildoers. Let us roll. Headstrong, we'll take you on. And it seriously made me sick. Because it's, I mean, I understand that we're driven by ratings and we want people to remember our radio stations. And, of course, I'll remember that it was DC 101 that did that because they're the only station probably with not enough class to think of something like that. But I was just like, wow, this is so disgusting that you're going to sit here and create these remixes and put in, like, Things about, you know, uh, there were brave soldiers and let's roll. Headstrong will take you on. And then it's like clips of people saying, like, you know, I was running out of the building and blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, I was so sad when I saw it happen. I can't believe this. You know, what are we going to do to those towel heads and things like that? I'll even say, you know, Stern plays like a Metallica song that has that in it. And I just, I don't like that stuff, man. It, it, gets to me. Remember how bad it was actually on 9-11? How, like, some people were capitalizing on the tragedy, just like our station that we worked at. They were selling t-shirts. They were giving all the proceeds out to uh, the American Red Cross, which was good, but the t-shirt, the like uh, a quote from George Bush, and the logos plastered all over it. Just so you knew that 92 on the Edge was on America's side. America's 92 on the Edge and Q106 Lansing's Rock Station supports America. 
And you're right. That's the way that the shirt broke down. They had the American flag on the front with God bless America on it. On the back, the quote from Bush and like all the station logos. And like you said, they were selling them for 10 bucks with all the proceeds going to the American Red Cross. So you listen to that and you're like, man. I'll get one of those shirts. I'll support my radio station. I'll support my country. I'll have something to remember this day by. What you didn't know, and I guarantee you every single one of these radio stations does it, they were selling the remotes. Now, for those of you that don't know, a remote broadcast is where you go broadcast live from somewhere. Hey, come on out, get your Hot 99.5 identity theft sticker or whatever the hell it is. And come out to Big Cheese Pizza in Fowlerville. Well, what you don't know is that Big Cheese Pizza in Lansing pays like two grand for this stuff. And they pay two grand for the radio station to come out, broadcast live. That way they're hoping if you come and you pick up a T-shirt, you'll also buy a slice of pizza, maybe get the Mother's Day Off special, which is... Two larges with two toppings, an order of chicken wings, and an order of cheese sticks for nineteen ninety nine plus tax. And don't forget to pick up your nine eleven T-shirts, too, with all proceeds going to the American Red Cross. So, but it was one of those things where the station was so low enough that they were going to try to make three grand a pop out of sending people like me and Dubs out to sell these T-shirts for 9-11. No joke, like three days after it happened. And I guarantee you, our station... How many remotes do you think we did, Dubs? Ooh. Ten, twelve at least? We were doing about four a day. So it was four a day... And Wait, it had to be more than that because there's three stations doing them. Three grand a pop. Because, you know, it's one of those clusters, just like Infinity owns HFS and PGC. And so what was your cut out of that? Nothing. I, that's the, and here's the other thing, too. Here's the other thing. They send the jock out on the live broadcast. We don't get a cut of the money because usually we get talent fees, but they're like... Uh, this is a 9-11 thing. We're just going to do, do this for your country. That's the thing. <laughs> this is this is you and your, your public service and your volunteering. You at least got a pizza, right? No, we got nothing. Uh, we got to sit there and be the ass, ass wipes that were selling 9-11 shirts, pimping our radio stations. Now, this was happening in Lansing, Michigan. One of the funniest things, just to show how idiotic and buffoons these people were that we worked for before, uh, much unlike Cameron. By the way, Bill, I see you on the line. I'm going to get to you in a second. Hold on. I like what you have to say. But the other thing, too, is not only did they make these T-shirts, but they made bumper stickers. I was just going to mention this. This is great. <laughs> so they make bumper stickers <laughs> that everybody wants to put on their, you know, their, yeah, yeah. their cars. And of course, this is Lansing. This is, you know, people have no class. They're putting bumper stickers on their cars. You know, it's not like they drive the fancy cars that everybody out here in D.C. drives. No. So the bumper stickers, we all get them in, and you know, everybody's excited around the station because now we can go sell more remotes for two to three thousand dollars each and just give out the bumper stickers. They weren't selling the bumper stickers. So nobody notices until like, was it like <laughs> you, me, and Shafee, yeah. who's been on the show before? We we look at the bumper sticker. And it has the station logo in red, white, and blue. And then it says, and I'm not kidding you, these colors will never run. No, no. These stripes will never run. These colors will never run is the proper uh, quote. Okay. It said these stripes will never run. These stripes will never run. What the hell does that mean anyway? Exactly. Nothing. It's wrong. It's incorrect. You know what I mean? I couldn't even get it incorrect. Because it's so indoctrinated into your head. It says, that's what it is. That's what you're supposed to say. These colors will never run. Instead, it says, these stripes will never run. Exactly. There's no double meaning there. There's no nothing there. It's these ass wipes, much like the people at DC 101 that are putting together 9-11 trapped remixes. Wait a second. Think about that. 
For two seconds. I want I want you to think about that. And I want to know. I want to know if the record company had anything to do with the trap remix. Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm, that's why I'm saying it's a clear channel thing where they're probably getting together, buddying up with RCA or whoever traps on the label with and be like, hey, we got this great idea. Headstrong's probably already run its course. It's already on all of the top 40 stations. So what we can do is we can put all these clips in, these 9-11 clips, and everybody will start requesting these songs. And also, people will remember this song for a long, long time, and it'll boost your... Uh and just, Long term. And just think, Trapped can be of the official ban of 9-11. <laughs> just like the Zen Ponies are the official ban of chips. <laughs> Bill, welcome into El Jefe Side Out on 106.7 WJFK. Hey, guys. How y'all doing tonight? What's up, bro? Uh, this is the second time I've caught the show. I like it quite a bit. Um, you guys were beating up on Cameron a little bit. When he gets back in town... Ask him about the time that uh, Gordon Liddy took him into the bathroom and taught him how to shave. <laughs> Really? Uh, yeah. It was early. It was real early in Liddy's run on uh, JFK, and uh, he had some female listeners. They went into the girls' bathroom and were shaving him. He's such a bitch. <laughs> Cameron Gray is such everybody's bitch. That's so funny. Thank yeah, you. Make sure you ask about that. Oh, I thought definitely. that was pretty funny. Oh, definitely. come on. You've just given us so much material. Thank you, Bill. Wow. Liddy taught Cameron how to shave. Thanks, Dad. I can only imagine the father-son relationship there. And now he hates him just like he hates his dad, you know? <laughs> so true. 800-636-1067. Some other sad things happened this week that I wanted to mention. Uh, Jack Ritter died. That was unexpected. Now, legitimately, here's the... And then some people may think I'm doing a joke here, I'm doing a bit. I really loved Jack Ritter. I was a huge fan, like most of us, especially that are in our age group. How old are you, Dyslexic V? 27. 27 years old. I'm 25. Dubs over there is 22. Maybe a little too young, but thanks to Nick at Night, you can always, you know. <laughs> oh, I, 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 that was one of our big shows back in the trailer park of Brighton, Michigan. So here's what would happen. I would always watch Three's Company, and this is the reason I knew I was a big, you know, John Ritter fan. And I'm sure it goes to something else. Did you ever see the the movie that John Ritter did about him being a Vietnam vet and having, like, Agent Orange? Did you ever see this movie? No, no. So me as a little kid, I'm not able to, like, really tell that it's John Ritter or it's Dak Tr Jack Tripper or whatever. So John Ritter does this movie. It's one of the movies of the week, like on NBC or something. I had to be, like, in a... Fourth grade, third grade, maybe fourth grade. I've never heard of this movie. What is this? I, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it's a movie about... A, it, really, the movie's about Agent Orange. And if anybody has this, please help me out with this. Uh, JFK, El Jefe with the AOL for broadband, or 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. So what happens in this movie is that John Ritter like goes to Vietnam... You can see where, like, he has the Agent Orange, I guess, like, fall on him or something. And then, like, all the things afterwards, whenever he gets back to the U.S., and all the problems that our vets have had from Agent Orange. Wait, wait, wait. You're not thinking about Jacob's Ladder, are you? No, I'm telling you, John Ritter was in it. Is it, is it Jacob's Ladder? Yeah, that's with Tim Robbins. There's another movie. No, I'm sure there have been multiple movies about okay. Agent Orange. Yeah. And how the government didn't want to help out, you know, the vets, or they didn't help them out enough or whatever. Mind you, I saw this movie when I was in the fourth grade. Well, what ends up happening, and if I'm going to ruin the movie for you, change the channel now, <laughs> but, but the character dies. 
So I remember being a little kid, and when I saw that John Ritter died on the movie, I ran into my bedroom, flopped myself on my bed, and started crying. <laughs> Just crying unbelievably because John Ritter was dead and because Jack Tripper was dead. And I knew at that point if an, if an actor... Unnatural Causes. Thank you, oh, Tommy. Cool, cool. Look at Tommy producing. Nice job, bro. Unnatural Causes, the name of a movie. Go rinse it if you can. It's a great movie. I'm afraid I gave away the ending. Now, the only the only movie I remember him being in was uh, Stephen King's It. Do you remember him being in that? He was like... Vaguely. Yeah, yeah. It, that was a very weak performance of the the, the book. If you, ever re if you ever read the book and then watched the movie. Too thick. Horrible. Horrible. But anyway, I just remember John Ritter or the character Jack Tripper or whatever dying in this movie on Natural Causes and how sad I was. So ever since then, I've been a huge John Ritter fan. It's very sad that he died. I didn't like the latest TV show, but, you know, whatever. He's doing I, what he can. You know, don't I, I can't feel bad now because I didn't watch it and now he's dead. You know, I, I kind of feel like, oh, man. Well, here's the good thing, though. Do, do the other people lose their careers and does the show end? Now that John Ritter is dead, or can you... I, I think it boosts their careers almost like, you know, they'll go out and do other things and be bigger at it than, you know, failing at it. And and does anybody even want to, like, I mean, do you even want to watch the show, or will they be related? Like, will somehow people think John Ritter when they think of these characters? Did anybody even watch the show enough to care and even know who the other people are? I don't no. think so. It was part of that, that ABC thing. Night they, of Big Stars from 1986. Where they get all the fat guys, like all the fat dad comedies, you know what I mean? So it's one of those things. And again, I'm sad that the dude died. It's heartbreaking to me. Um, but it's one of those things where, you know, I have to get over it. I'm going to run on natural causes, though. Yeah. I, I'm in one of those moods where I like to relive my past, and I like to relive, like, really sad things. Johnny Cash died, too. I, be honestly, I... Doesn't matter to me. Really? I wasn't a big Cash fan. I wasn't me either. I wasn't a huge oh, Cash fan, but I just remember listening to his music growing up and everything. And it is sad. Now here's the thing, though. I can respect that he's been very influential, and that a lot of people. Now, I, I by no means like usually when people will die, I'll say, who cares, you know, and make fun of it or whatever. I'm not going to do that with Johnny Cash because I know it meant a lot to a lot of people. It's not like when Strom Thurmond dies. <laughs> it's not. It's not quite the same thing. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Um, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Whenever we do come back, uh, I'll hit it over here, Dubs. Whenever we come back, we're going to see if quite possibly our guest is going to be here from a website that I want to turn you on to. A lot of web-based talk initially in the 8 o'clock hour. Don't forget, hybridradio.net. That can link you up to our website with elhefe.tk, and you can actually see... Um, vote on Cameron Gray and whether or not he's hot. So check that out. We'll be back in a second. El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. El Jefe. Wow, the Bible is written by people even dumber than all these mothers. You're listening to Cameron Gray's Man Crush. You have 11 Just check it in. Give me a ring. I'm at 555-4329. Cameron. I'm at a payphone. There, pick up, 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 pick
You're listening to Cameron Gray's Man Crush. Now have Bay's Hideouts on Washington's 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back into El Jefe's Hideout, Washington, D.C. It is 106.7 WJFK. I'm El Jefe. Dub's hanging out with us as well. Uh, Dyslexic V in the right, studio. Right. How you doing, brother? Pretty good, pretty good. Also, Tommy taking your phone calls at 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. Remember, you can see if Cameron Gray is hot or not by going to hybridradio.net, linking up to the El Jefe portion, and then going to the news under the news portion. Or I guess maybe if you go to um, hotornot.com using the AOL for broadband, you can also... Uh, link up and see. I think it's Cam Daddy 2003. Okay. It won't be the first picture, though, right? Yeah, I don't know if you can go that way with just uh, typing in the. Go to the websites, I yeah. promise you, and vote on whether or not. Now, we're about to talk with Amelia G., who's from another website that I found. I stumbled upon it last <laughs> night. Yeah, right. I'm going to give you a couple seconds to go to the website, everybody that's online. We've got a t- ton of people on the AOL for broadband instant messaging. Please only go if you're 18 or over, though. All right? Let me preface with that gothicsluts.com it just so happened to be up in the call screen room I look at it yesterday fascinated I'm really fascinated by the culture and the whole style so Amelia we'll get to you in a second first I want to talk to Slim Slim welcome into All Half Face Hideout what's up bro what's going on what's up man Oh, well, Dubs forgot uh, one small thing in John Ritter's illustrious movie career. He did a movie called Skin Deep by Blake Edwards in which him and another man did some uh, sea fighting in uh, <laughs> condoms. Really? Absolutely. Is this... 1989-1990. Let me write this one down. <laughs> Skin Deep. I have to rent that one along with Unnatural Causes. I wonder if oh, absolutely. Could, I wonder if you can wonder- see that on Mr. Skin or not. I doubt it. No? Right. Not that kind Mr. of Mr. Mr. Foreskin? He's doing, this girl. he's doing this girl with a glow-in-the-dark condom, and her boyfriend comes home and slides one on and comes into the room, and they start fighting lightsaber style. Aww. Are you serious? Absolutely serious. What was the one? The tagline for the movie was the comedy that glows in the dark. Wow. I got to go see this now. What was the one where he, uh, where he goes into the TV, which is hell? Uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned, yeah. yeah. You know all your yeah. John Trevor, uh, John, Ritter. John Ritter hey, trivia, don't you, Slim? When it comes to the, the movies that no one's ever watched, I'm your man. Outstanding. Well, thanks for the call, man. Thanks for hanging in there with us. We'll see you, brother. All right. And i got to get myself in the mood a little bit. Again, so let me tell you the story. Last night during the Ron and Fez show, uh, during the commercial break, mind you, mm-hmm. I was in call screen. There weren't any phones ringing, so I'm looking, and you know how whenever you're on your AOL for broadband or whatever, you can see what the people previous to you have logged on to. And so there it was, <coughs> gothicsluts.com. And I start going through this and looking at the site, and you know I have this certain look type. I like the, the pale skin and, like, the short black hair that's, like, chin length. I really like that look. And usually you're only going to see this in gothic chicks. There's this great photo of this girl that's got the exact same look. She's got the, the short, you know, black hair, very pale skin, bent over a chair. Just ass spread for everything to be seen. And that definitely is something I've been saving. So, joining us now from BlueBloodsGothicSluts.com, I know it was a uh, you know very short notice, but Amelia G, welcome into All Hefe's Hideout in Washington D.C. Hi there. How you doing? Pretty darn good. Yourself? Oh, outstanding. Since I found the site. Good, good. I'm El Hefe. Dubs is here, and also uh, Dyslexic V. We're hanging out with you in the nation's capital. Where are you? 
Where are you from originally? Are you from the Maryland area? Um, I was actually born in London, but I totally came out of the DC punk scene. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, so Amelia, hang out at the nine thirty club back when it was on nine thirty street, you know, nine thirty F Street and all that. Oh, okay, cool. So you're familiar with the area then? Yeah. Outstanding. What'd you have, Doug? So Amelia, are you one of the girls on here, on the site? No, I'm the babe in charge. Ah, ah, you're the head. Doctor. You're the hot. You're the head G slut. <laughs> yes. Okay. Very good. What? What is that? Correct. Do you mind being called a slut? Not a bit. Okay. It's all about reclaiming terminology, because that's one of those words people call you to make you behave. And if you're like, yeah, I'm a slut, well, it just kind of takes all the power out of it, doesn't it? Is it like black? Oh yeah, slut. <laughs> Is it like black people using the N-word, though? Is it the same kind of thing where they can use the N-word? It's like pride. pride. Where they, you know, where they take it on and, you know, you can't call me the N-word because I call myself the N-word. So it's not going to hurt if you do. Just like for women taking back the word slut. Just like gay guys have taken back the word queer. Now, I think it's one of those things where if you know the other person means it kind of the right way, then it's cool. So you like uh, You're a dirty slut. You like I that? I am. I am. I'm nasty. Okay. <laughs> Amelia joining us from Blue Bloods. Go to it, gothicsluts.com. Now, of course, you got to be 18 or over, right? Mm hmm. Okay, so we just. 21 wanna... in some areas, but oh. not DC. Okay. <laughs> We're good to go. Everyone in, in your listening area has to just be 18. So, what? what is goth? I, I'm confused. Is it is it Manson? Is it. What is, what is goth? What is goth culture? Well, I think there are people who sort of think of it as a noun, but I think of it more as an adjective. It's kind of. It's a spice, you know? It's like a kind of punk rock that's a little more stylish, a little bit more spooky, a little bit more dark. you got to put your eyeliner on straight to make it look right. I think there are some people who they they sort of try to isolate it, but it's just kind of like eating raw garlic by itself. You know, it's great in pasta, but by itself it's not so yummy. Is this a white thing? <laughs> I don't know. No, I've, I've seen black gothic sluts before. Now, my name is El Jefe. I've photographed black gothic sluts before. But... Very good. But see, here's the thing, though. I mean, like, whenever, like, example, I'm a huge Marilyn Manson fan. Does Manson count as goth? You know what? There's a lot of people who are like, I'm gothic, and he's not. He came out of the scene. He's been really successful. I think the scene has some, you know, issues with success, maybe. And so a bunch of the people who are icons of the scene, like Marilyn Manson or, you know, Peter Murphy or The Cure or whatever, they'll be like, you know, Sisters of Mercy. They're all like, oh, I'm not gothic. It's so but funny. They, you know, they epitomize the, the ultimate good values about the scene. It's so funny because Manson was on the top 22 bands of MTV or something, and one of the bands was The Cure, and he was talking about Robert Smith making it cool for guys to wear lipstick and stuff <laughs> like that. Uh, very interesting. Now, what about this? GothicSluts.com. Now, is, did, on GothicSluts.com. Did God? Who, whoa, 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 whoa. Who's, whose girlfriend is? Manson's. His girlfriend's on. See, we, wear, we, need, a, we need a password or something. We gotta check I'm pretty this. sure you guys got emailed one. Uh-oh, i got to look. All right, let me look. Let me double check, because if so, we're all over this. Again, okay, Gothic. I'm going to whip some ass if you haven't gotten one. Now, did Gothic, uh, the Gothic style, did that come out of glam rock? Because those were guys were the first guys wearing, like, makeup and dressing like kind of like women. Well, they, they call Robert Smith the godfather of goth. Would you agree with that? Uh, or, like... I'd you know, go more back to Bauhaus if you were going to look for sort of a... You know, but I mean, really, you could go back to Bram Stoker if you wanted to go for the Dracula thing. Are you into vampires? Um, you know, I used to be like a lot into it, 
Um, I actually, I wrote my honors thesis in, in college on uh, vampire legends as a paradigm for human sexuality, aggressive human sexuality, that is. Now, um, can you read I'm some of that to us? Anymore. Oh, you know, it gets trendy. I have to move on to the next thing. But. <laughs> okay, because that's the thing, too. Let me be honest with you. I like the goth look. I, I almost like it where, you know, it's. And let's be honest, it's really a place for people that feel rejected from society to go and, you know, be with like minded people. You're either going to join the Bloods of the Crips or you're going to join the goth gang, usually. That's especially like when in high school, that's the way it usually breaks down. Mm -hmm. I say, know, but I, I want to wear eyeliner and be armed. <laughs> it usually breaks down like, like to one of those things, um, um, more than not. Now, what about this gothicsluts.com? Is there a particular type of gothic sex? Um, gothicsluts.com is primarily sort of an explicit pinup site, or at least as I see it, that's what it is. So, to me, I more look for, do I feel like the girl is gothic? You know, is she beautiful? Is she gothic? And then whatever the girl wants to do is pretty much what I shoot. And if the girl's like, you know what, I want to post topless in a pretty outfit, then that's what we do. Okay, we had to dump out. I want to give oral to my boyfriend. That's what you got to say. Remember, okay. we're in D.C. with the FCC. So. I want to give oral to my boyfriend. <laughs> now, I want to go back to the whole vampire thing. To be a vampire, do you have to have good teeth? Because we... We went uh, on this trip with this guy before, and he said he was a vampire, but he had no front teeth. They were rotted out. Now, is vamp to be a vampire, do you need fangs? Because this guy definitely was laying under the sugar too much. Was that... He was under-endowed in the fang department? Yeah, he didn't have any fangs. Um, I'd have to say that I think it would help. I mean, I think you could still, you know, get with a goth girl if you're missing your teeth, if you were a really snappy dresser, but you'd have to be a really snappy dresser. Again, Amelia G. from Blue Bloods, gothicsluts.com, joining us. I stumbled upon the website yesterday. I've checked out everything I can for free now, and I'm so excited that we may actually have a password sitting in our email somewhere, ejhideout at yahoo.com. Again, use it if you're doing the uh, AOL for broadband thing. Getting back to the vampires, too, I, I, I don't like the whole idea of vampires and like you said we met that guy on that radio trip where he was like i'm a vampire and i like to drink blood and stuff was this I, in the south no no michigan michigan he was, a, he, was he was a jerk off um <laughs> but one of the things though is that there's this new movie coming out that's underworld? like yes underworld where it's the vampires versus the werewolves I want to go see this movie, but I'm afraid of a bunch of dumbasses in the movie theaters that think they're vampires, oh, God, making be, a lot of noise. That'd be terrible. Well, you know, you're going to be in pain. <laughs> a bunch of typo-negative shirts everywhere. <laughs> typo-negative. Have you ever, have you ever um, drank any blood? Did you ever drink any blood? Any, for like a brotherhood thing or anything? Um... Come on, you can tell. No, don't tell. Not really. I want to talk about it, but you know, Pete was it menstruation blood? Is oh. mad at me because I reject you to talk. Oh, can I say that? But, oh, whoa, I don't know what you said. The dump. I don't know. Just in case. <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't get through. If I didn't. from typo negative is is still mad at me because I rejected his new figure. Oh, oh really? But I used to not hear words. Uh-oh. Well, I didn't get through. Um, I myself. So, all right. Now, here's a... Dubs, do you have any, like, goth sexual fantasy? Amelia G., let's ask you first. What's your What's your goth sexual fantasy? I mean, how do you... Gothslux.com, I'm assuming there's some sort of... Because I look on here, and there are chicks that have 
what appears to be blood, but I'm sure it's like red paint all over them and like in different bondage positions and stuff. I mean, what's your gothic, what qualifies as gothic sex? Um, to me, a lot of it is about style. You know, you got to have like the right look. And there's a certain sort of dark sensuality to it, which is, I think, where sort of the vampire thing comes in. But then when you get people who make that into something really painfully dorky, then it makes it less fun. But, uh... Well, thing I'm sure will be really sexy and would totally qualify as, you know, a gothic sexual fantasy. Now, a lot of gothic stuff is sexy, but one thing that really turns me off is sex in coffins. I, I've seen yeah, a couple pictures there where, uh, where the girls are laying, like, naked in a coffin. I just, I don't know how I could, you know, punch the clown to that. <laughs> you could like get it up or anything. Have you ever had sex in a coffin? What's the yeah. craziest thing you've done, Amelia G? I'm thinking you're doing everything, whether they're in typo negative and typo negative or not. I'm definitely down for the coffin. It oh. doesn't particularly like it's not to me the death association. I just kind of think it's kind of pretty in a spooky sort of way, which maybe is sort of disconnectedly as the death thing. But are you super religious or no? Um. I would categorize myself as, like, a really mild Satanist. A mild Satanist. What is Satanism? I, I, I started reading the book by Anton LaVey, and, and I couldn't get it. I couldn't finish it. I don't like to read. So I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> make it. A, they need to make it a book on tape. Right let me give you a quick summary. Yeah, what's Satanism? Um, it's, it's good to be intelligent. It's good to think for yourself. And it's good to be an individual. That's exactly what I thought. I got that out of, like, the first three paragraphs, so I figured I didn't need to do it anymore. Isn't that in the it's Constitution? I think, yeah, it's in the Constitution of the United States. <laughs> You took care of it right away. You didn't need to read the rest. Yeah, that's why That's why I like Manson, too, because that's the same kind of message that he likes to give off there, Dubs. Absolutely. Think for yourself. Be your own person. And when you think about it, when you honestly think... Now, here we go, talking about of Satanism. But if you think about those three things that you said, it all makes sense. Does it not? Dubs. I, I mean, I'm oh. talking to you, Dubs. It makes sense, but I, when I think of Satanism, I don't think of it like that. What do you think of? I don't know. I just don't think of it like that. I've never read the book. Give me the book on tape, and I'll listen to it. But I'll I'll, I'll burn a cat, a kitten, and I'll listen to it. You know? Burn a kitten. See, see the, the the burning kittens has nothing to do with it. Oh, okay. That's, like. for, that's recreation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the plus. I'm so I'm I, 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 I'm trying to find religion somehow, and I look at I'm like, yeah, let's look at this Satanism thing, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, this seems easy. Believe in yourself, think for yourself, and be smart. I'm already all of those. Does that mean I'm a Satanist? It means you're a mild Satanist. <laughs> wow. Like, I'm not really worked up about it, but I do believe all that. Hey, uh, what does your pubic hair shape look like? Nice. Good question. Uh, kind of a little mohawk. Put, it, let, I, I was just going to say something crude, but I guess I probably can't say Let that. me recommend this. <laughs> shave it into an upside-down cross, like pointing down there, and I think that would work. What do you think, Dubs? No? I, I'm out of the conversation. I mean, I don't consider myself a God-fearing man, but am I pushing the line here? My soul's burning right now. I know, that just sounds like a lot of bother. What? I'll do it for you. Don't worry. I got, I'm concentrating on the purple stripes in my hair, you know. I got clean-cut cuties at home. I'm learning the finer ins and outs of uh, taking care of business down there. Uh, you... My hair's purple, and the carpet does match the drapes. Match down there? That's got to burn. Yeah. No, actually not at all. Do you have you ever got an infection from it or something? 
I'd imagine there'd be infections. I'd be doing it if I had. I don't know. You like pain, though, don't you? You're godly, aren't you? Yeah, you like it to bubble up. <laughs> now, here's one of the things, too. Now, I didn't mean to get sexy on this whole Satanism thing. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Damn tangent. <laughs> Again, we're talking to Amelia G. from Blue Bloods, gothicsluts.com. Use your AOL for broadband to get there. I'm sure those are the kind of plugs that they want us to use. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Like, here's the thing, though. Here's my gothic fantasy dubs. So I get two of the chicks that look like I was like I was talking about with the short black hair, the pasty skin. It's the three. They of come them. in with ice cream, and <laughs> they come in with ice cream. Big breasts or one of each? Um, I'm not into big boobs because I'm the, an ass guy. The girls with the big boobs, they don't feel like they have to work as hard. No, I agree with that <laughs> completely. You got big they boobs, that's Amelia? True. That's kind of true. They just lay there. They expect their boobs to do the work for you. It's like what I've heard. The guys with the big D's. It's the same thing. They don't feel like they have to work hard because it's already there. Uh, it is. <laughs> it really is. Work a little harder. It ain't gonna fit. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't know about this. <laughs> but going back, all right, so it doesn't fit. Going uh, back, tell me about it, stud. Mm. So here it is. We got the two chicks sitting there, and both we're in this dark room. We got Manson on in the background or whatever. And which uh, album? Uh, probably Antichrist Superstar. Okay. That's the, that's the best one. Although the new one's pretty good. So we're sitting there and everybody's like doing their thing and stuff. And I'm not going to have sex with both of them. I tell them this now. <laughs> I'm not having sex with both of you at the same time. I'm going to have sex with you and Satan. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's our menage. <laughs> when, when did Satan get in the room? I don't know. He's already in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> so we're. we're the, Satan's getting some no matter what. The, the three of us are there, okay? And I say this. This is my gothic fantasy, Dubs. I want you girls to play to have a cutting contest. <laughs> I want you to slash your arms, each of you, like like a Russian roulette type thing. You, girl A, slash your arm. Girl B then slashes her arm. Whichever girl passes out first <laughs> wins. <laughs> but she's not really going to get to enjoy it if she's actually unconscious. Not worried about her enjoyment. <laughs> now... This is your fantasy, okay. Now, my thing is, I would, I would have two of them as well, but I'd have a big, tall staircase, and I'd have each of them pushing each other down. No. <laughs> what, you're having them cut each other? I can't have them fall down a staircase? The hell with you. My fantasy is well, my fantasy. Is it a big, like, twisty sort I'm of not pushing them. ironwork staircase? <laughs> yeah. What if they just throw themselves down, like grab themselves by the, their collar and just jump? Maybe like marble stairs with like like a wrought iron railing. Oh my god. That would be that would be gothic. That would be gothic. Well like the purple carpet, you know, like the like the ones you see in these these vampire movies. Yeah, like a purple like crushed velvet. Now here's the thing. Against gothic It's all about the accessories. Exactly. Especially in the goth culture. Why do goth girls always tattoo themselves up? I say each tattoo represents a time daddy touched her. <laughs> or Unky. That's it. Is that right? I'm going to no, say yes. definitely not right. Ew. How many tattoos you got? You know, I have none. Ooh. See, Daddy was good to you. <laughs> He's so proud of you, Amelia. <laughs> now, what, what kind of piercings? None. I don't even have pierced ears. How are you even? Oh, so how are you like the head commander of gothicsluts.com then? Well, I don't know. I don't think Larry Flint's got uh, blonde hair and big boobs. No, he's got flappy boobs. <laughs> he hasn't been able to work out in a while. You gotta agree with that. 
This is what I like, though. I don't think you have hair does either. Yeah. But I do have purple hair. That's true. And the carpet matches the drapes. So you you have, like, a master's and stuff? <laughs> I'm an educated girl, and I still went down the path of evil. Well, you know, that's so cool, though. Well, most people that are educated realize that. Well, anyway, we already talked about the Satanism thing. Um, <laughs> but Why do you have to keep on jumping back to that one? Well, because I'm, I'm even... I have a feeling. I never... I haven't gone to church since I was 13, and I'm feeling bad. I'm going to go pray after this. You should. <laughs> Pray that the show stays on the air after this interview. <laughs> what kind of Satanist do you have on Saturday nights? Yeah, his hey, name is Satan El Hefe. <laughs> Satan sells. He sure does, man. Satan equals ratings. That's the Absolutely. new thing now. Lesbians are everywhere. Let's move on to Satan equals ratings. This is why I like Gothic. Lesbians are okay too. This is why I like GothicSluts.com, and I'm going to be completely for real here. All right. Okay. I like it, and I like the gothic culture, and especially for women, because, to me, it's very empowering for women. Can I take I a, so. Can we take a break just for one second? All right. Okay. No, don't see, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. I, I need to I need to feel clean. I know, but don't do that. What are you doing? <laughs> he wants to play a commercial from a Bible uh, sermon <laughs> that runs on the station. <laughs> I'm feeling bad. I, I, I think everybody needs to hear that right now. Well, cleanse our souls in a little bit, man. Stop it already. I think if you play that now, you'll definitely go to hell. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. You kidding me? I think you'll save us. Too late. Close proximity of, of the two, you're, you'll just be in trouble. But are gothic sluts feminists? That's the question. That's what it I comes down it to. varies by girl. I would definitely categorize myself that way. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I absolutely believe in a woman's... Um, right and really obligation to make her own way in the world, not to just, you know, sponge off some guy. Um, That's great. Just like to be... I, I do believe at the, in, the, in the Satanist ideal of a woman owning her own sexuality and using it for whatever she wants. Well, you hear, I want to say something. I want to see about this Anton LaVey guy, okay, real quick. He's ruining everything. Because you think you think about these ideas, a woman thinking for herself, a woman owning her own sexuality, uh, intelligence. All this stuff is what we really should be thinking about. But when people think, oh, here, this is the Satanist way of thinking, then what kind of progress is that going to do? Saying It's like people are going to label people who think for themselves and care about their own bodies and what they should be doing, them, or doing with them as Satanists when they're not Satanists. They're just rational thinking people. You know what? You understand what I'm saying, Amelia? It's about being a rational thinking person. But it's the name Satanist. Yeah, I mean... I think Mr. LeVay is trying to... Or I guess Dr. LeVay is trying to push some people's buttons. Dr. Zayas? Is that what you said? Dr. Zayas. Reverend. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Let's just call it Hefeism. The Hefeism way is to think for yourselves, enjoy your own bodies. But I would have to agree with you, and that's what I really appreciate about GothicSluts.com. is because it's for feminists. And I truly, deeply believe that. You know, if you write that down, and on the cover of the book, you put some pictures of some, like, hottie, witchy-looking girls, mm -hmm. like LeVay did, I think you could get it renamed. Is there anything that, any, like, misnomers or misconceptions about, you know, the goth culture or even gothic sluts that you'd like to uh, dispel? Um... Because well, you know you're misunderstood. there are going to be people who will make assumptions if they see something different from themselves. And I think those assumptions will be based on whatever sort of their deep, I don't know, deep secret fears and fantasies are. So if they look and they see a girl who's got, you know, some beautiful tattoo on her arm 
and funny colored hair, and she's wearing a sexy corset, and she's got like a little latex skirt and a leather bra or whatever. I'm rubbing myself. And, uh, <laughs> and they'll look at that girl, and they might make assumptions about her based on, they're like, well, you know what I'd really like to do to that girl? Um, or downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that that varies sort of person by person, both what people project that's not true and what that girl really is down for, what that girl wants. I think that the gothic subculture is more open to bisexuality than a lot of subcultures are. Uh-huh. Um, like more so than straight up just homosexual subcultures and definitely more so than mainstream where I think it's especially for girls you're really free to explore whatever you might be into now Amelia on gothicsluts.com is there any scat going on absolutely not <laughs> damn thank you damn they're, they're better than that come on gothicsluts.com has things that are pretty on it Goth well Gothic, uh, some people Gothic find uh, the golden shower pretty <laughs> The gothic aesthetic is really about things being pretty. And I think you could maybe make, you know, golden showers look pretty. Okay. Now, <laughs> no, you can't. No, you can't. Now you've gone too far. The Satanism stuff's okay, but you can't go there. That's just art. <laughs> well, I'm it has far to look art. pretty, and that, 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 that just wouldn't look pretty. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us again. Am Peyton. Amelia J. <laughs> Call me Satan. <laughs> no, I said I'd be finger painting on the site. Uh, okay. <laughs> Amelia G from Blue Bloods Gothic Sluts dot com. Uh, we're we're getting complaint calls that how can we talk about this? How can we bring Excellent. this culture out? But seriously, people that are complaining, stop for a second. You're complaining about people going off and doing something that makes themselves happy. It's not affecting you. And he, quite honestly, it's not even affecting me, and it's barely even affecting Amelia, as you can hear. She doesn't have any tattoos or piercings. <laughs> so you know, hold your horses, do your own thing. This is an opportunity for you to see into the culture and see what it's like. Maybe educate yourself a little bit more on what it's like to be a gothic slut feminist like I am. <laughs> Amelia, can, G can I make a, a local point before we go? Yeah, okay, please do. And that is that a lot of my sort of making a commitment to gothic subculture really happened when when I lived in in the the Virginia and Maryland suburbs of Washington D.C. So you're saying Satan lives in Washington D.C. Oh, we knew that. Uh, and pr presents a very strong influence on those who might come to it more innocent. How big is the goth scene? It's really you know. Is the I, I, I've never seen the goth scene here. I mean, I, honestly though, I mean I live in the burbs. I don't I don't see it. I don't ever go downtown. I don't go to the 9:30 club. And I look from afar. I, I enjoy from the internet. <laughs> That's well, you know, safe there. Might be a safe distance, so gothicsluts.com. I would love to have a gothic slut, though. Like one on the side. You know what I mean? Not, <laughs> not one that I would take to, to mom and dad's house and stuff, because if I was bringing a gothic slut home, parents wouldn't be happy. But the one that you, you, know, you keep on the side, you bang her when you want to, you know you can do the really dirty, you know, crummy things to her. <laughs> and then you got the good one that you like to take out to public and stuff. You know, the, I think sometimes some of the appeal is you get to take her home and your parents go, oh, my goodness, what can we do to make it up to you? <laughs> <laughs> Too late, Daddy. <laughs> All right, Amelia, thank you so much for joining us on Our High Face Hideout. Thanks for having me. You were outstanding. We'd love to have you in again and back again at some point. Maybe we'll check in on the culture, see if anything's changed. And ever, if you're back in D.C., love to see what you look like.
Thanks, I'll Amelia. You a picture. <laughs> All right, email a picture. That's actually great. Thanks. We're going to put up a link. Thank you. There she is, Amelia G from Blue Bloods, GothicSluts.com. It takes a lot to make me feel bad for Jesus. I feel bad for Jesus right now. Did we do it wrong, though? I mean, no, I, I mean, legitimately, make sure we get the legal ID in before yeah. we do our uh, song. But, uh, you know, when you think about it, and that's why I hate that it's called Satanism. That's why I really think that Dr. LeVay, you know, he ruined it for everybody. He ruined it for people that want to think for themselves. Think about it. Think for yourself. Be intelligent. And what was the other one? Kill cats. <laughs> the other one was not killing cats. You know what I'm... But I'm, just be your own person. That's what's most important in life is being your own person. So I, I got to talk to you whenever we get back about this whole struggle that I'm having internally when it comes to... When it comes to finding my faith, Dubs, I want you to help me when we get back. Can you do this? I guess. I mean... All right. Ready to go? Hit the legal. Mandatory Marilyn Manson, title track for Mechanical Animals, 106.7 WJFK, and El Jefe's Hideout. I love that tune, bro. That's a yeah. good one. Uh, we, we need to do more stuff for Mechanical Animals whenever we're doing the Mandatory Manson. You told me you were a big, a big fan of that project right there. You know, I never, the, really the only Manson that I'm not a huge fan of, until I go back and listen to it and I do like it, but I can never make myself listen to is Hollywood. But man, even Mechanical Animals was good. Yeah, I, I really liked that one. It was when Antichrist Superstar so great, and then Manson really completely changed what he was doing and went into the glam rock thing with Mechanical Animals. Like, whoa. But that's the mark of a good artist when they're tr constantly trying to reinvent themselves. And I don't know if I've ever told you why I like Manson so much. I, I, I kind of Because you love Satan. No. Okay. Not, not that I love Satan, but that as a kid, and now let me tell you this, as a kid growing up, I was in Lubbock, Texas, Bible Belt. You think parts of Virginia bad. No, 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 no. Lubbock, Texas, man, that's the Bible Belt. Buddy Holly and the Bible, that's what they live by in Lubbock, okay? I grew up on this farm out there, and it was almost like a little cult. So we didn't have TVs, we didn't have radios, and it was like this, you know, indoctrinated about this is what you're going to do, and this is what it's going to be about, and this is how religion is, and if it's not this way, you're going to hell, eternal damnation. And this was when I was like four and five, Dubs. This isn't even when I was really old enough to comprehend the whole thing, and I always rejected it. It never, to me, seemed to make any sense. And I don't know about anybody else, but that just never, the whole thing never clicked. And as a kid, I was just like, eh, I don't think so. I don't think that's the way it works, you know? So when I finally stumbled upon Manson, somebody who was talking about thinking for yourself and being your own person and not just believing because you're told to believe. Is that what he says? Yeah, that's actually what he says, believe it or not, somewhere in there. You know, that's when I was like, man, this guy's so cool. And it was at one of those very, you know, form-shaping periods in my life. You know, in college, when I was, you know, trying to discover everything. And I'm telling you, Dubs, I mean, when we talked about the whole Satanism thing, I've looked into religion. A, I'm not disciplined enough for any of them. B, they're too much work. And C, half of them don't make any sense to me, Dubs. What do I do? Well, as I've always thought, you know, I've, I've, I went to church every Sunday up until I was 14. Every single Sunday I was uh, at church. Sunday morning, 9 a.m. till 10.30. And my church was actually very, very loose. It was a Methodist church. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of rules there. That's what my dad. My dad enjoys being a Methodist because he's like, you can still drink and be a Methodist. 
I'm like, okay, <laughs> whatever, whatever makes you happy. But it's so goddamn boring. The one hour is so did, did you damn just say, did boring. You, did you just say, goddamn. he just said church is goddamn boring. It is. I'm not kidding. They have to liven it up a little bit. And what I got out of it was, you know, you be a good person. You do what you want to do. And as long as you aren't an a-hole, you're going to be fine. And, that, and the thing is, why do you have to read the cat in the hat to get that message? You don't need to. Cat in the hat's the Bible. That's my... And that's and that's what I always that's that was my thing as a kid too you know because they would they would sit us down when we were like seven years old and not playing dyslexic feet they would sit us down and make us watch these videos these like 1970s videos oh God. of the rapture and and for those of you that don't know the rapture is what takes place I don't know I think it's like in Revelations or something I may be a little bit wrong but I think I'm getting most of it right basically it's when Jesus comes back and takes all the good people away. And, like, everybody disappears, and they go off to heaven, and then Satan gets to take over or something. It's something like that, okay? For the most part, all the good people get taken back up to heaven or whatever, the people that believe. At least that's what it was in these videos. And then they talk about how, you know, they show these, these the, you know, in the movies, it's a matter of, you know, either you believe and you get taken away, or if you're left behind... Then they start, you know, because they think it's this big mass tragedy and things. They start branding you with the mark of the beast, you know, on your arm or on your forehead. And the only way you can buy anything is if you have this mark of the beast. And then if at some point, if you don't want to take the mark of the beast, then they start lining up at the guillotine. And that's what happens in the videos. And like all these good people who finally decided, like me, that are on the fence... You know, and be like, wow, okay, there really was a Jesus. Now what do we do? We run away from the people with the mark of the beast. Mind you, though, I'm seven, eight years old watching these videos, grappling with all this stuff. To me, that's child abuse. And I blame my uncle Amato, <laughs> who did this to me and made me live on a farm and watch these goddamn movies. And here's the thing. I know what I'm going to do to find God. I figured it out. Be a Satanist? No. Okay. Drugs. Huh. Drugs. Nice. Every person, and I'm not kidding you, my uncle was this way. He's the leader of these prayer meetings and these prayer meeting rings in, in Lubbock and the surrounding counties. And it happened to someone who I recently got back in touch with from high school. All right, let me tell you the, the story of this chick. And it's the same thing for my uncle, Amato. Here's how it happens. Teenagers, they're the crazy kid in high school. Nobody can control them. All right, especially this chick, Tamara. She was so hot. I mean, this, this is actually in high school. She would have been one of the girls on GothicsLeft.com. I'm not kidding you. She had a great look, very alternative and punk, but like in 96, 95, 96, before it like really, really took off, or at least, you know, as opposed to now. I mean, I know it's been around for a while, but she was like the one person in our school that was doing that already, okay, in the suburbs of Dallas. Would go to raves all the time. I remember hearing stories about her having a three-way very nice with this dude and this other chick and like they were all the cool people in school you know what I mean and I came so close to banging her or this so you came so close to the clap so you tell me <laughs> I thought about that later I'm like she's having sex with everybody out on a rave that I really want to do that but it was one of those things when we finally graduated from high school nobody thought she'd live you know what I mean? I mean, she's, you know, she's strung out. She's doing crystal meth. She's doing the whole thing. There's no way she's going to survive past the age of 22. So, Erod. Is she one of the Bush daughters? 
No. Okay. Ouch. <laughs> so Erod, one of my dogs, uh, back from uh, who I actually lived with and was my college roommate, gets a hold of me. He's like, dude, you'll never believe who I ran into. I ran into Tamara. I'm like, oh, cool. How's she doing? What's she up to? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, dog, you ain't going to believe it. She works at a church now. And it's one of those things where she got so high and so out of it and was on the verge of death that drugs took her to religion and got her all cleaned up. And it was the same thing for my Uncle Amado. He keeps telling me this story about how he was driving up like I-35 in Texas. And he was high as a kite, he tells me. And he was just gone. And they kept driving. And he was with my other Uncle Joel. And they were all driving. And there was a sign that said Waco, 17 miles. They said they passed the Waco 17-mile sign 33 times. <laughs> I've been that high before. <laughs> they passed it 33 times, and he said that was the sign from God for me to get off the dope and straighten my life out and now become a minister and preach in West no, Texas. No, that, that's a uh, meaning of uh, you need to uh, keep with that dealer because he's got some good stuff. <laughs> if you're passing the sign 33 times, you got to keep with that dealer. He's hooking you up with the, with the greenness. Hell yeah. So not that, you know, I mean, for a lot of people, something like a major catastrophe like 9-11, nine, like you know, helped them find religion. You know what I mean? And for people, like people that are especially close to me, it's drugs and the highness and being on the verge of totally dying. And it's the drugs that made them experience godlike, you know, communication and things like that. So I'm figuring that's what I may need to do, Dubs, to start getting high so that I can find religion. Dyslexic V? What kind of drugs are we talking about here? Oh, acid. <laughs> um, crank? Oh. I, I I can get up with a good crank guy. Heroin. I mean, I'm sure all, I'm sure it had to be a lot of LSD or maybe even PCP back in the old days with my uncle. But it's just so funny. How about how about quaaludes? No one does quaaludes anymore. But that's what angers me though. Is that people these Brooms. people when they're growing up they can be sluts, they can be drug addicts, you know, they can be alcoholics, you know, and then they say a magical sentence and they get to get into heaven. Me on the other hand, I'm a good guy. Other than the way I treat Fidel, I think I'm pretty nice. You know? Uh, to you, Dubs, I think overall I'm a pretty nice guy. Yeah, but you're Satanist. But I'm going to be left behind. Because I like to think for myself. I don't like to follow blindly. Is that right, Dubs? Oh, yeah. And, you know, you, you worship Satan. You, you, no, are a, you are a hooved animal. Not a, not a sermon, just a thought. <laughs> <All right? laughs> <laughs> such an ass like please. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Anyway, that's my whole inner battle that I have. I, I'm, you know, the other thing that I noticed, too, you know who I really like? Asians. You know why? Asians never throw their religion on you, like the Buddhist and the Zen philosophies. You never know what an Asian is. <laughs> Yeah, you don't know where they're from. Is that what you're saying? But no, legitimately, though, you never know what an Asian is and, like, what religion they are. White people, a lot of times, you know, because they're telling you about God. Same thing, I think black folks fall in the same thing. They're always talking about God and religion and things like that. Latinos, my people, their way of doing it is by, like, having big crosses. Well, and the and the little candles that have uh, Jesus that you burn. Yeah, the mother buy them at Kmart for a dollar ninety nine. Yeah. See, look at dyslexic like necklace right now. Dyslexic V with the cross burning. Yep. I wonder if I touched it, if my hand would burn. I'm sure after this show it would. Probably will. Can I touch it? 
<laughs> That's not the first time you've ever asked him that, is it? That's not the first time I've asked a man, can I touch it? 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Well, thank you. I mean, I appreciate you and the listening audience, all my people, you know, that are on the AOL for broadband, hanging in there with me and helping me go through my religious, you know, my religious... Um, Insecurities, yeah. you know, and insecurities. Because I want to believe, man. I don't want to believe when I die of a heart attack in seven years that I'm going to hell or that I'm not going somewhere. You know what I'm saying, Dubs? Well, I think that's part of the fun of it. Yeah. Speaking of fun, I know it's this segment's kind of been a drag, but it's something that I think you can, you know, you you know that about me, and you know that I'm not happy and comfortable with what the afterlife has to bring me. That you'll understand. Where I'm going and where I'm coming from. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks for believing in me and believing in uh, Jesus. Hey, Noodles is here. How about is that, that his girlfriend? I think that is his girlfriend. Cool. Oh, is he getting laid now? Uh, maybe. Hey, we got more fun coming up for you, actually. Um, I don't know how long you can hang out, Dyslexic V. Maybe we can play this with Noodles. Porn star or playmaker? Oh, I'll win that. You got a game? Well, definitely. You want to play that with it? You're real big into this. You want to stick around and play the game whenever we get back? For sure. We'll play Porn Star and Playmaker. We got a DVD to give out. Also, too, I figured you can have your choice. And it'll go like this. You have your choice of prizes. You can either win the DVD that we have, and I'm not even sure what it is. I think it's just a DVD out of the prize closet. It's some kind of sporting DVD. Yeah, perfect. Sports. Or you can win airtime. To me, airtime is precious. I believe, especially in talk radio, but, we don't just give it away. Well, we do. Spoons on the air. Yeah. But you would get 20 seconds for everyone you get right to talk about whatever it is you wanted to talk about. Of course, you have to follow the FCC rules, so if you do swear, we'll dump you out. But so it's up basically to you. free reign. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. And if any of these people win and get airtime, I don't want you to cut them off because they're saying something you don't agree with, I'll have You can... You'll have your chance to reply 20 seconds later. Really? Yeah. Well, whatever. No jumping in. Barry, welcome into El Jefe. It's my show. No, I, you're, you're giving away airtime. you got to honor that. It's our show, I mean. I'm sorry. Hey. When are we going to change the name to El Jefe and J-Dubs? This week. No, thank you. <laughs> Barry, welcome in. J-Dubs Treehouse. Barry, you there? Yeah. What's up, brother? Um, yeah, I, I know how you feel about uh, not being religious but not being bad. Yeah. Um, and, you know, having to, I guess in a sense, suffer for it. My parents are very religious. Um, they're divorced. You know, my dad, he's always hinting around for me to go to church. And my mom, you know, she's always letting me know that Jesus is taking care of me. And as a teenager and, you know, in my early 20s, I used to be into some, you know, less than attractive uh, things and didn't have some, I, I had some Bad habits. And, you know, one day I just I just woke up. I had a moment of clarity. I came to my senses. Now, you know, I've got I've got a great job. I'm I'm learning more every day, dancing more every day, and I've really got my future lined up or it would seem. And my mom refuses to give me credit. She always says God turned you around and pointed you in the right direction. And that's what I'm talking about, too, man. You could never do anything on your own. You could never change your path in the eyes of someone else. It's yeah. always some or something in the sky that is pointing it that way. And it's usually that, that sort of comment that just ends my visit, and I just leave 
feeling miserable for the rest of the week. That's that's what it was always like. That's what it's like for me to go back to Dallas and with my family because I come from a line of preachers. It's terrible. And it's ministers. Terrible. Well, you, you never hear, hey, you're really doing good for yourself. You always hear, Jesus is really taking care of you. Yeah, yeah. well, he is. All right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Barry. Good luck. Hang in there. See, and you, and you hear this, and he sounds so sad. And it's one of those things where, you you know, what are you supposed to do? I can't do anything for myself. It's all dictated by someone else. I'm completely, you know, have no say in what's going to happen in my life. Something has already determined it. Right, Dobes? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I lost you. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for just at least admitting it. <laughs> if I lost you, then maybe I've lost half the people that are listening. But I think a lot of people go through this. And I think a lot of people that believe right now really don't believe. They just say they believe with the hopes that they're going to get to go somewhere. This is exactly why I stopped going to church because of my ADD. I would like... Because <laughs> church is goddamn boring, like you said. <laughs> yeah. you're, so, you're so disturbing. Steve, welcome into our half side up. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's up, brother? I think a lot of times when people go from one extreme to the other is because they have no uh, other avenue or other media to to express themselves they need to just kind of engulf themselves in it and i think when people oh. go to religion or, or what makes them find religion is not is not the high <laughs> it's the low when they get to the point where on the phone with us, Michael sure. Keaton from Dream Team. No, but you know what? Steve is right. So Steve is right because they're substituting one high from drugs for another high that they supposedly get from religion. And I agree with you, Steve. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. You look, you're looking at me like you're not believing that, like you're not buying that. You realize that it's an addictive personality. Here's the thing with my friend Tamara and my uncle Lamato. Both of them obviously had very addictive personalities because they got hooked on drugs. But instead of being hooked on drugs, they're hooked on Jesus. Well, you know, are you are you happy now that they're choosing hugs over drugs? No, because I don't think they're doing it for real. I just think they feel like they should be doing it. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Con, welcome into All Half A Side Up. Hey, what's going on, man? What up, brother? Look, well, first off, I used to get high, and I never got religion. <laughs> okay, well, you can handle your high. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, no, but really, the whole thing with religion is you need something to make you feel better. You know, I'm insecure about myself. I'm insecure about where I am in, in the whole world relations to whatever crap you want to say. Right, I'm 31 years old. Yeah, it would be nice if I could believe in that. But I'd rather just believe in myself, believe in my girlfriend, and believe in my family. Because, all right, great. Well, see, no, but now you're a Satanist if you do that kind of stuff. No, well, no, that's not true. I know it's not true, but that's what I'm saying. That's what other people say. Thank you for the call, Con. All right, man, I'm ready to move on. I didn't want to turn this into the to the Bible hour, the preaching hour. The spoon hour. Well, but see, and I'm glad I could discuss this with Spoon not exactly, here. Exactly, exactly. I'm glad that we got this out when Spoon wasn't here because we would never get a word in. You know, and we'd be condescended for everything we said. I mean, I don't totally agree with what you're saying, but I don't totally disagree either. I'm very, I'm very right in the fence on almost anything in the world. And that's why it's so tough to have this kind of talk with people that are super religious because for some reason they can't understand. How could you not just believe? you got to believe. You know, if we wait around for like five more minutes, Spoon's supposed to be falling in. Is he really? Yeah. Why do I want to talk to Spoon? What do I need to talk to Spoon for? 
Like, I got anything that he uh, cannot do the conversation. <laughs> Jackass. Let's go one more. We're going to take two more calls. We're going to go to Cheese Face and then Jason, and we're going to take a break, and we're going to play Playmaker or Porn Star. Do something really dangerous and outstanding and unboring. <laughs> Stop talking about God. Cheese Face, welcome to El Jefe. You substitute God with El Jefe. Well, That's the thing you can you can latch on to. El Jefe's hideout. It's just like church. You go once a week. Afterwards, you feel better about yourself because you realize you're not Tommy. Uh, <laughs> Why do you got to treat Tommy like that? He's not Fidel. You know what? Tommy is doing an outstanding job. He is. I mean, seriously. Amazing. Uh, Chief Space, go ahead, bro. I, I have something I tell people when they start to preach religion to me, and, and that is I say, you know, if I were God and I were going to write a book, the Bible, it's going to unite mankind and all that and get us all together, I'd make sure that it worked and the Bible kind of failed and more people than anything else. And... Yeah, and I got so many issues with the Bible anyway, just because it's, you know, it's it's supposedly God's word through man. And man's always going to sit there and distort things. Jason, welcome into All Half Face Hideout. Hey, man, how's it going? What up, brother? Um, I'm totally going off topic now. Is that all right? Great. Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, thank I you. Remember, I haven't been listening for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. I must apologize for that. No, that's okay. Well, who even knows when the show's on anymore? You know what I mean? We're everywhere. That's okay. Really? I'm still waiting for you to take over O'Reilly's space. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I remember you were talking about some phantom being, like, sneaking into your apartment and, like, messing with <laughs> stuff. Whatever happened with that? Well, all right, let me tell you the story. Let's relive it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what happens. One last time, just for me, okay? Thanks, Jason. Um, here's what happened. I, mm-hmm. I, I went to work. <laughs> I came back. And that, that morning for work, I was looking for a shirt. I was yeah. looking for a specific shirt to wear because we had a meeting, and that's what I call my good shirt. Mm-hmm. I tore my place apart looking for the shirt. I couldn't find it, all right? Yeah. So I left the house. Whenever I leave my house, I've got one of those things where it automatically locks, you know, so I don't ever lock the deadbolt. And I never locked the deadbolt. I never did. And so I come back from work that night, and I go to open my door. You know, the usual, you, you, you turn the key, and that unlocks it or whatever. Yeah. Deadbolt's locked. Deadbolt is locked, and I'm freaking out. Completely freaking out. I know I didn't lock my deadbolt. So I unlock my deadbolt, and I go in, and I check the place. Everything's cool. So I'm like, wow, maybe maintenance was here. Maybe they didn't leave, you know, a letter or anything stating that they were here. So uh, finally, once I calm down, I go, I take my shirt off that I was wearing for the day and hang it back up. I go right there, right in the middle of my closet, completely separated are all the clothes with the shirt that I was looking for. Right there, staring me in my goddamn face. I'm wigging out at this point. I'm calling the cops, telling the cops that somebody is sneaking into my apartment, wearing my clothes, bringing them back and hanging them back up, and locking the deadbolt. So what do I do? First thing, before I call the cops, I call Dubs because I'm so spooked out about this. What does that asswipe do? He laughs at me just like he's laughing now. I go, I call the cops. They think I'm a complete lunatic because my apartment's a mess. There's porno tapes laying around everywhere. They probably think I'm a serial killer as it is. And then I go up to maintenance or the um, the apartment people, and they're like, okay, sure. You know, crazy guy, if you have $50, we can change your locks for you. So I change my locks. I lock my deadbolt all the time. And nothing has come of it. I think I solved the problem. I think somebody from maintenance was coming into my apartment, 
wearing your clothes and bringing them back. I love the I love the uh, the inflection you use in the story. Actually, it makes it sound believable, except for it's totally ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. It happened. <laughs> and you, as my supposed best friend, should be more supportive in these things, Doug. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. Nothing has come of it, by the way. I have no idea what's happening with my life. Why are you playing that music? It's spooky, man. All right, it is spooky. <laughs> That's never happened to you? No, never. You know what? Here's the other thing that also weirded me out. I forgot. To, I left this out in the story. A couple months earlier, my deadbolt had been hanging by a string. I woke up in the middle of the night to check on my pet frog, Gypsy. She was okay. And I saw the deadbolt had been tampered with. Did you maybe, maybe did you think that Gypsy might have done it? Why are you doing that? Why would you go there? Just a crazy thought. She's a fraud. She's not going to do anything. Okay. And then my neighbor. I, I, I think you might want to keep an extra eye on Gypsy, all right? I had come home a few months before, and my neighbor was spooked out. She's like, I don't know what it is, but I know my apartment is different from when I left it this morning. And I had to, you know, coddle her and make sure everything was okay with her. Turn the music down, <laughs> prick. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Zach real quick. Do we need to take a break? No, nah, we can wait a few minutes. Actually, I want to take Zach hold on the line. We'll come back with you in a second. It's a quick break, Zach. Don't worry. Yeah, very quick break. We'll be back in, I don't know, a few minutes. El Jefe's hideout. Stop it, man. It's spooking me out. 106.7 WJFK. I just want to say that you guys talk and I want to hear the replay. Now, if you Welcome back to El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. El Jefe Dubs, Dyslexic V, thank you very much to Tommy who's hanging out helping us with Spoon uh, down in Hotlanta for the football game. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. AOL for broadband instant messaging is elhefe.tk. Oh, no, no. JFK El Jefe. E-L-J-E-F-E. And the elhefe.tk is down or something. Should we... You want to do a quick check and see how Cameron's doing? Yeah, see if anybody's gotten on it yet. Because uh, can you even get there from uh, hybridradio.com right now or hybridradio.net? Hybridradio.net. I'm going through it right now on the AOL for broadband, so it's not going to be hard. I click in there. I go to links. There's uh, the El Jefe's hideout link. And I go to news. Look how quick that is. And then under news is the hideornot.com link for Cameron Gray, our operations manager. There he is. <laughs> we'll give him a five this time. And he's still got a 7.7. 7.7. Amazing. Actually, it takes about uh, 20 minutes for the new ones to register in there, so. Yeah, he should, though. Yeah. Um, Master of this. <clears throat> Zach. You there, buddy? Yeah. Welcome to All Half Face Hideout, man. How's it going, bro? Yeah, I'm doing okay. How about you? I'm good. Now, you are a dude I've been chatting with in the AOL for broadband during the week. Is he a Satanist? Yeah. No, he's not a Satanist. Okay. Uh, t tell me about yourself, Zach. Um, well, um, I, I live in Stafford, Virginia. Um, mm -hmm. I'm in eighth grade. So, nice. um, 
Eighth grade was a good grade for me, Doves. How about you? Eighth grade was actually my my last bad grade. In high school, everything shut straight up. But middle school, ooh, I was getting my ass kicked. Were you really? Yeah. It's, are you getting your ass kicked, Zach? No. Really? You should be. Now, what you were you were great character, great character, my friend. That's how you become funny, like J Dub. Yeah. You, you fight with your words, not your fists. Yeah, wacky, huh? So you were telling me something about the show. A lot of your friends like the show. Oh yeah, everybody listens to it in my school. Oh really? Ron and Fizz, so it's everybody. We uh we are really big with the eighth graders. Great. <laughs> so disturbing. we're gonna get laid. No. That's disturbing considering what we've done so far in this show. Yeah. Um, how are things in the eighth grade now? Real quick. Oh, yeah, everything's okay. Um, Yeah, you're pretty much the subject. Everybody liked that sleazy bingo one. Wow, that was a long time ago. I know. That's the one everybody, that, that's when everybody got into it. Is everybody playing their laptops? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, I'm just asking if, you know, kids have laptops at school, and I'm just wondering if everybody's playing sleazy bingo on laptops. No, wow. we're not playing sleazy bingo. Okay. That's the one where I, uh... We did the sleazy bingo. Oh my God! I think all right. I don't even want to talk about what the game was about, knowing that you're an eighth grader. And then that was the. She has a spoon laugh. The stakes for that one, yeah. You smoke cigarettes in uh, 30 years, you're gonna sound just like Spoon and be as old as he is. Um, but that was the one where the stakes were we had to call our moms on Mother's Day and admit something embarrassing to our mothers. Yeah. That was pretty funny. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was good, wasn't it, man? <laughs> Classic hey, fit. If, if you were here right now, I'd give you a high five. Up top, baby. So I just wanted to say, for you in middle school, now here was a big thing when I was in the eighth grade, Dubs. Every Monday when we came into school, we would always talk about in living color in the first period. Because oh, in living color was in its heyday when I was in the eighth grade. Everybody would come in talking about men on books or men on sports or just all the great you know, skits and stuff that happened on In Living Color. Such a classic show. TV really misses something like that where it's satirical, you know what I mean? And it's like it's got minorities and it really talks about a lot of things that don't get talked about too often. Is that what it's like in middle school, though, where on Monday you guys are getting together talking about the hideout? Yeah, pretty much. Are you, you're not going to pass around the word about gothicsluts.com, are you? No, everybody's probably going to be doing that. Don't! Don't! I really recommend that you be 18 for that. All right, Zach. Listen to him. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for hanging in there with us. Remember, um, think for yourself and be your own person. All right. Oh, All right, buddy. I'll see you. Why are you preaching to him Satan stuff? I'm not! I'm why, are you, why are you preaching Satan to him? I'm telling him how to grow up as a kid, man. And love Satan. Let's bring in noodles. Noodles, oh, we probably haven't chatted with Noodles ever since like we did something like Sleazy Bingo. Noodles, along with JD, Noodles was actually the first person to approach me with a website, considering the show. And I still have it up here. I don't know if the website's still active, ejhideout.cjb.net. Noodles, though, you're growing up, man. How you doing, bro? I know, look. Yeah, I'm good. You slimming down? You running, working out and stuff? Uh, No, actually, just banned. Really? Believe it or not, band is a very athletic sport. Oh, I'm sure it is. I know, it's especially marching band? Yes, marching band. Yeah, that is tough, man. In fact, I remember, you know, watching all the people in marching band, like, really working hard. And making hard. fun of them. Well, no. that, we did do some of that. Yeah, especially Garfield, they're hardcore. Garfield, is that where you go to school? Yeah. Now, what is that, a high school? Yeah, it's high school. How old are you now? 16, I turned 16 last Sunday. 
Holy cow, happy birthday, bro. Thanks, man. And who's this lovely person you have with you? This is the singer in my band. Oh, what's the name of your band? Five Points. Five Points. Oh, is that the ones of the CDs you gave me? No, 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 that's, that's anything stupid. They're actually label mates with us. Label mates? Label mates. What label are you on? It's called RJ Records. It's run by um, a friend of ours, and he we basically just record it, and then he puts out the CDs. You know what I hate, Dubs? Yeah? Noodles has a deeper voice than I do. I know. Isn't that a killer? Did you recognize that? I just want you to know, though, my laugh is as bad as yours used to be. Okay. Oh, used to be. Thank you. I don't laugh like a hyena anymore, do I? <laughs> I no, did, not at all. I really think that one time where they kept whipping me every time I laughed like a like a little girl, it worked out okay. I think it was the electric shock aversion. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that could have been it. No, there it was. So, I, I caught a glimmer of it. Oh, come on. But it used to be all the time, yeah. though. That's you all right, though. you got to admit. So here's what we're going to do. Let's play a game. Noodles, uh, anything that you want to get us caught up on? You driving yourself now? No, um, I still have to pass driver's ed. <laughs> oh, really? That's a bitch, yeah. man. Oh, and that kid, the, what's his name? Zach, that just called? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got a story from eighth grade. Okay, go we, ahead. This is something that we both came up with when we were in eighth grade. Uh huh. All right. What we did is we took a bunch of condoms. Oh, boy. This is what, this is what got us through eighth grade. Uh huh. <laughs> all right. We took a bunch of condoms, and we, we basically spread them all over the school. And and uh, they had this this little concept called the giving tree, where you would take like money and stuff, and they would you would give it to the poor. And, and are you gonna, are you going to say you gave someone the clap because <laughs> you already passed all your condoms? No no, 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 no. All right, no, no, no. Get on with the giving tree. All right. So I took about ten or twenty of them, and I just stuck them on the branches, and I just you read them. You crazy eighth graders, you. <laughs> oh yeah. And then there were, I bet you, know, you caught hell in homeroom. <laughs> Did you get a battling from the principal? No, man. They can't no, do no. that anymore. Actually, Remember when we, they could do that? We didn't get caught. Actually, nobody nobody has really known that it was us. So now until that, now, now, yes, until now. Garfield High School, you know, Noodles did it when you were in the eighth grade. Actually, it was Godwin. Oh, Godwin Middle. Godwin school? Middle School. They can't spank kids anymore. No, no that's that's kind of illegal. You can in Virginia. But you'll get hell from it. Get on, make sure you top on talk, talk on top of the mic. Yeah, we have a few mics here for you guys. So you can just pull that one up. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you can in Virginia, but teachers catch hell for it, so they don't. Mm -hmm. I used to get my ass whipped in elementary school. Just whipped. Elementary right. school? <laughs> elementary. Is that the way you say it? Yeah. <laughs> Is what, that a Bellville thing? No. What do you call <laughs> elementary? Yep. Like just like your giving tree. Yes. Okay. <laughs> look at him get all defensive with his sixteen. I am. I'm pissed. Indignant there. Elementary. Oh. Why don't you write it out and then sound out? Why don't you beat it down your arm like you did in first grade? Elementary. What? What What's wrong with you? Such a baby ghost. <laughs> Why would you sit here and yell at the sixteen-year-old about how I you? Can. How I, 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 I feel I feel old now and I like to yell at people. <laughs> Is it elementary? I mean, it looks it, like that, it, but I think it's elementary. It should be elementary, uh -huh. but everybody American, does, in America we call it elementary. Yeah, you say it like you were like I'm like Britain a British. Yeah, I've, I love the British. I've God save the Queen. I've been in Texas. I've been in Michigan. I'm in D.C. now. I've never heard elementary until you, and I've never heard it until now. It's amazing. Um, playmakers. Dubs. We're about to play Porn Star Playmakers, but... Do we want to play the game first so we can do the game and then come out and talk about the actual show? Or do you mind do the I game? want to talk about the show. Have, okay. you, have, have you guys watched it yet? Have, do you have ESPN? Um, yeah. Have you seen the show Playmakers about the professional football team? No, nah, but I, I was going to watch it. I've, I've been planning on watching it. It's a great show. 
And he, now here's the thing: if they, whenever they run it in prime time, do they play it with the cuss words and like the nudity and yeah. stuff? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I've only watched it at midnight, but I'm, I imagine they do. Because see, I always watch it at midnight too. Whenever we get home from the Ron and Fez show, and it's mm -hmm. always they, you know they say the S word and it's cable. I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, but like you know, Stern they can't do it on E. Uh, on, on E. The FCC is different on certain stations, and especially since um, it's a sports license. It's not like look at this guy teaching us FCC like, rules. He's teaching us the FCC rules. Slow down, kid. You're making us look like <laughs> ass wipes. <laughs> that's okay. I'm not really majoring in anything like that. I'm music. So what happened in this last Playmakers, Dubs? Well, what really stood out for me is when the uh, the old running back, have you watched it? No, I've never seen it. Okay. There's an old running back that uh, that got bumped for his position by a rookie and uh, he's trying to get his position back and he gets a chance to get traded so he can play again in another city and his bitch of a wife said she's not going to move with him and he's like, what are you talking about? I, I built this whole place up myself and she starts yelling that we built it together and she, she, all she does is run his nonprofit organization. So he starts ripping her apart. And she runs in after him and starts hitting him. And the guy's like, wait, wait, hold on. Puts his arms out. Puts his arms up defending himself. Yeah, just defending himself to get hit. And the bitch falls down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and what she's... Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. He, hold on a second. <laughs> Let me just say that this is dubs. We don't uh, advocate pushing women down. No, no, no. The, the, the thing this is, is, but this is what happened on the show. The, the thing is that he was just protecting himself. He didn't mean to push her down the stairs. Mm -hmm. And she took it as an attack on her, so she kicks him out of his own mansion. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. I was watching this episode with an ultra feminist. I mean, it didn't. They don't come any more feminist than this. And she wasn't really watching the show. She was talking like girls do. You know what I mean? And I'm sitting there trying to enjoy the show. It's not Amelia from Gothic Sluts, is it? No, I wish, though. <laughs> I'd tear that ass up. I don't even know what she looks like, but I get all over it. So, as it turns out, she looks up, and she just looks up in time to see the girl falling down the stairs. And it was like, what, two or three stairs or something that she yeah. fell down? Yeah. And she's like, why is this guy being such a dick? I'm like, well, you didn't see the whole thing. She started yelling at him about something. He didn't want to talk about it. He starts walking away. She starts going after him. He says something that really pisses her off. And then she starts swinging at him. And he puts his hands up like, hey, don't hit me. And then she ends up falling down from him putting his hands up. The thing is, I talked to my girlfriend about this right after it happened. And I was pissed. And I was like, hon, if you ever hit me, I would, I would push you away. And if you fell down some stairs, that would be the luckiest thing you, that would happen to you. Because <laughs> in the morning, you'd probably wake up. I'd probably wake up and open a bowling bag, and there your head would be, you know? <laughs> and she agreed. She'd say, this is love talk for yeah, Dubs. Yeah. This is what Dubs is. This is how I turn her on. I know she's listening right now. To get the uh, going. Not that we advocate that either. What? Chopping girls' heads off? No. <laughs> okay. We don't. I know. I don't I'm just, I'm that, good, but, you know, I just okay. want to clarify. Mm -hmm. But, so, yeah, I mean, it was one of those things where it's amazing where she... Like feels entitled, and you know this happens to guys all the time. I mean, I don't care if you're a playmaker, if you're a radio star, whatever. You know, she feels entitled to half of that money because she picked out the furniture. Yeah. Now, next week on Playmakers, one of his kids falls off the uh, balcony and breaks his leg. All of them go to the hospital together, and the doctor sees the wife with a wrist guard on and a bloody lip, and now he he think they think he beats his children and his wife. I wonder if this is going to happen to a Marl fan. A Marl fan, welcome into the hideout. Hey, guys, what's up? How you doing down at the University of Tennessee? This is our little brother, a Marl fan. 
I'm uh, I'm doing pretty well, actually. All right, let me tell you this story, because Amaro fan's a little long-winded when it comes to stories. <laughs> but, yeah, go ahead and tell it. So this is what happens. Apparently, the semi-hot chick is into him, okay? He's down at University of Tennessee. I guess they had been drinking together or whatever. The mood was right, and so you were going back to her dorm room, right? Right. So they're, going, they're walking back to the dorm room, and it's one of those things in college or whenever, whenever you're making that walk, you got like those butterflies in your stomach because you know it's going to happen. You know what I mean? You know you're going to get up into the room, and it's going to be a nice thing, and everything's going to happen that you want to happen. I got to talk like we're in 16 because we got a 16 year old here. Yeah. So, anyway, I, what was it? You went, how did you, what, how did you come to lift your arm? She uh she comes up behind me and she goes to tickle me in the sides, you know, push someone's side. Uh-huh. That's when Gordon. I jump back, you know, and there goes her nose. Oh, he broke her nose. Calm down there, Superfly Jimmy Snooker. I don't think yeah. tickling advocates that. I don't either. Uh, hey. She's flirting with you. He accidentally breaks her nose and <laughs> blood starts flowing Amaral, everywhere. Amaral, you're never getting laid. <laughs> Doug, you know what? You know what? She's I on her way up here. Is. Now, here's the thing, though, okay? So, Amaral fan, obviously, he's, you know, whenever that happens, something like that happens, you feel like the biggest douche in the world. You know it wasn't your fault. Yeah. So, you know, he starts babying her, and, like, then you, like, take off your shirt to, like, help stop the bleeding and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, he ends up taking her up to the room, or they go back to his room, and the ice and the whole thing. <laughs> you made out with her, didn't you? I did. Made out with her that night after with breaking her nose. nose. <laughs> with a big, bloody nose. It was hated stuff, but yeah, when it was That's gothic slut style, yeah. brother. That's the way they do it. Yeah. So she's on her way up to your room now, huh? She's, she'll be up in about an hour. Wow. Well, an hour. Well, right, an call hour. Us back in, call us back in an hour. I want to talk to her. How, uh, okay. How old are both of you? I'll call you guys. Yeah, you're back at the University of Tennessee, so how old is she? 19. Nice. I guess. So when when the act's getting done, could you hide your cell phone? No, we can't do that. That's illegal. <laughs> no, and we're gonna air it. Just... That's illegal. Noodles told me. He told me the FCC oh. told him that that's illegal. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Noodles. All right, Amaro Fan. Good he luck. Was, he was given the cut <laughs> sign. Let me know. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Let me know when you seal the deal. He was like, no. <laughs> so there it is, Amaro Fan, making it happen. All right, you want to play Playmaker or Porn Star? Sure. Let's do this. Do we have any music that would be fitting for this, Stubbs? Mike's mom. So here's... here's oh, yeah. Oh, what, what is this? Yes, um, our lead guitar player. You want to his, uh, his mom is a retired porn star, and nice. we wrote a song about it. She's a retired porn star? Your mom? No, 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 no. no. Oh. Not mine, not mine. How the lead guitar player? She makes it known, like... No, he makes it known. And, you uh, think he's just lying to you to make no, it no, seem no, no. cool? Oh, have you seen no. it? What was the stage he, name? There's, um... Pictures of it on the internet. And he found I'll one. I'll get you the uh, stage name. I'll, I'll email it to you. Yeah. yeah he found one on the internet. Of his mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Imagine that. Can we get him on the on the show sometime? Yeah, we can bring yeah, him down. I, th- I think we could do that. I think yeah. we could arrange Oh, that'd be great. I want him and his mom at the same time on the air with us. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, for her to explain what she would do and stuff. Oh, man. How many In films do you think she son, did? Oh. How many films do you think she did? I don't know. I don't know. I want to know if Mike's legitimate, though. Yeah, that's that's the big question. That's a big Herschel, question. Herschel Savage's kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like you to meet your daddy, Peter North. <laughs> I'd be proud if my dad was Randy West. Yeah. He's a stud. All right, we better stop saying these names, otherwise we're going to give up the game. <clears throat> All right, here we go. 
Uh, porn star or playmaker? What it is is that while we were hanging out, I realized that there are some very funny sports names. And then by going through this, I want to thank Tommy, who also did some research. And then there are some, some porno names that seem like these people could be, uh, you know, in, in professional sports. Do you want Special K to play, too? Yeah, we can all play, all right? All right? Best two out of three, we'll do it. And you guys haven't seen the questions before. So here it is. Are they a porn star or a playmaker? And if somebody wants to play on the line, too, you can play with us. we got prizes to give away, DVDs and stuff. 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. Okay, and here is the first question. Porn star or playmaker? Is Alex Sanders the star of Howard Sperm's private party or a special teams player for the Seattle Seahawks? Is Alex Sanders the star of Howard Sperm's private party or a special teams player for the Seattle Seahawks. To win the game, you must get two out of three. We're going to go to who I believe is the pornography expert in this building because every time I come in studio, he's got a different naked chick <laughs> up on his computer. That's no, he, he does have a good rotation of that going. Dyslexic you, V. You. Dyslexic V. Porn star playmaker, Alex Sanders. Porn star. All right. Noodles. Mm. I'm going to have to say... Porn star. I'm going. I'm going to go playmaker. You're going to go playmaker on this yeah. one. Playmaker. Playmaker. Alex Sanders is indeed the star of Howard Sperm's yes. private party. How did you know this? I know everything. Do you really? No. <laughs> Let me hang it. Oh, <laughs> look at noodles grabbing over. Want like, to do hey, this? <laughs> Uh, Alex Sanders actually starred in 1,114 porno movies. God. And uh, some of his great work includes Howard Sperm's Private Party. Have it. Pier <laughs> <laughs> Along with Pierced, Shaved, and Anal. That's, that's one of the other classic Alex Sanders titles. All right. Mike? Mike? Yes. You want to play? Yeah. All right, man. You can win a DVD if you get two out of three, okay? Cool. Here we go. <clears throat> Does Coco Crisp patrol the outfield for the Cleveland Indians or bang sluts in when their boys are away, the white girls will play? <laughs> what was the name again? Does Coco Crisp patrol the outfield, outfield for the Cleveland outfield for the Cleveland Indians or bang sluts in when their boys are away, the white girls will play? <laughs> he's, he's outfielder. Okay. Uh, what do you say? I agree. Playmaker. Dyslexic V. Playmaker. Playmaker? Playmaker. Playmaker. I, I might as well go with the rest of them because I'll feel like an <laughs> ass if I'm wrong. That is correct. Uh, Coco Crisp is indeed an outfielder for the Cleveland Indians. You're one step closer to a DVD, Mike. Hold on. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. All right, Mike, here's a good one for you. Is Bobby Vital? One of the few men who can say he's been an anal aristocrat, <laughs> an, anal chiropractor, an anal dynamite, or is he the little brother of Dick Vital and hit the game-winning shot in an early round of the NCAA tourney for Duke in 1968? Wow. Porn star. You say, Mike says that Bobby Vital is a porn star. What do you say, Dyslexic V. It's mm, a hard one. I'll say Playmaker. Noodles? I have to go with Porn Star. Porn Star. I'm yep. going Playmaker. Mike? 
Congratulations, you've won a DVD. Oh, he is, horrible. in fact, he is, in fact, uh, the star of Anal Aristocrat, Anal Chiropractor, right. Anal Dynamite. Oh, awesome. Congratulations. Hold on, all right? I know my porn. Tom, Tommy's going to get all of your information. And what else has Bobby Vital done? 387 movies. Uh, let's not forget his other great work. Fast Times at Deep Crack High. <laughs> American classic. <laughs> An American classic. So, let's see. We've done this one. Hold on. i got to keep up with myself. Let's find another person to play with us. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Eric, you want to play Porn Star Playmaker? Sure, sure. All right, let's do this one. How are you doing in there? Have you keeping your own score? Uh, Just like two for three. Two for three. That's not bad. You said you wouldn't go 12-0, and 0, though. Maybe not. All right, here we go. Did John Decker star in Dead Man Don't Wear Rubbers, <laughs> or did he ride the end of the bench in one of Magic Johnson's L.A. Laker championship teams? Um, Dead Men. Porn star. Dead Men Don't Wear Rubbers or the uh, Laker great teams, the Showtime. Uh, I'll say porn star. What do you say, dyslexic fee? What was his name again? John Decker. Porn star. Noodles? Sounds like porn star. Porn star. Playmaker. He is, in fact, a porn star. Yes. yes. Congratulations, I am, Eric. It just sounds like I'm the worst man in the world at this game. John Decker. Let me look up his I mean, credentials. Think of the last name, Decker. You know, well, yeah, exactly. Kinda, it, it, I actually wrote that question to be funny because it says, dead men don't wear rubbers. And so I put the Magic Johnson thing in there. <laughs> that was my way of trying to be a Clever. funny guy. Clever. 494 movies. I know, right? Um, United Colors of Ass 2. <laughs> <laughs> and abducted by the Enema Bandit. Enema Bandit. I've been there before. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Here's a good one, Eric. Mm -hmm. Does Sam Gash appear in the single tight female or the backfield for the Buffalo Bills? Ooh. He is a primetime player. So he is for the Buffalo Bills? Yes. What do you say? Bills. I'm a Bills fan, so I'm going to have to say Bills. Bills. <laughs> All right, you're right. You are correct. He is, in fact, uh, a member of the Buffalo Bills. Congratulations, Eric. Thank you have you. won Porn Star Playmaker. Hold on for me, okay? Tommy's going to get all your info. Anybody else that wants to play, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. You want to do a couple more of these or maybe save some? Do we want to come back to it or? No, let's do one. Let's do like one more. Okay, let's do one more. Let me see which one I uh, I like the most. i got to pick one that's really... It's really tough. Hmm. Here we go. Here's a good one. <clears throat> Did Dan Dickow suck more in rectal rodeo or his rookie season for the Atlanta Hawks? Did Dan Dickow suck more in rectal rodeo or his rookie season for the Atlanta Hawks? 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Porn star or playmaker? Dubs, you first. Porn star. Deb says porn star. Special K? Playmaker. 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 Deb's <laughs> <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> Congratulations. He is indeed a playmaker. He went to Gonzaga. He was actually very highly touted, went to the Hawks, and actually didn't play all that well. I think well. I got everything right so far. <sighs> have you really noodles? <laughs> yeah. I don't, think I, have, I don't think I have one that could stuff you. 
Oh, stop it. <laughs> Oops. Mason jar. Eight hundred. Oh my God. That's an inside joke. That's a little uncomfortable. You just hear jar and stuffing, and I don't think you're comfortable with that. Well, there it is. Porn star playmaker. Hopefully you enjoyed it. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I think it's time for an old school jam of the week. What do you think, Dubs? Is there anything in particular that anybody wants to hear? Yeah, My Sugar Hill Gang? My prerogative. You got some Sugar Hill Gang? I do believe we have. No, we don't have any Sugar Hill what Gang. What about uh, Run DMC? We do have Run DMC, but it's Walk This Way. Mm, that's no good. What about... Uh... How about Tony, Tony, Tony? Yeah, Africa I like Bombada. That one. Which Tr one? Track nine. What about Africa Bombada. If I had no loot. Oh yeah. Do you want to play? Victor wants to play. Do we want to play one more round of Porn Star Playmaker? Yeah, yes. why not? I got a few more questions. Yeah. Is it interesting or no? I, I'm just pissed because I'm losing. <laughs> You've had a good barometer. Because I, I have more points than you. Uh, let's go and do the old school jam of the week because i got some other stuff that I want to get to. Sorry, Victor. Um, we're going to play the old school jam of the week. And Noodles, anything else that you want to get us? Is your band appearing anywhere? Um, well, we should be maybe uh, we're, we're just focusing on practicing and get it honed in and get it, get everything down to a fine point. And now when El Jefe's Hideout finally gets to do a live broadcast, you've told me that you're going to come out and you're going to perform Manson songs yes. and let me sing. Yep. We're going to do for the live mandatory court. Manson. We're going to do a live mandatory Manson. We can't book Manson, but we're going to have Noodles Band play and me singing. Can I not show up for that remote? <laughs> you're going to have to be there because you're going to be my Twiggy, or you'll be my Pogo. You'll be in the back with a with a keyboard. Yeah, we'll give you a, uh, a, a kazoo. We'll give you one that's not plugged in, and you can just sit there and pretend like you're playing. Tony, Tony, Tony. If I had no loot, listen for the Ice Cube drop. And you can do Jack Swing on my nuts. El Jefe side out 106.7 WJFK.
Hideout coming down the home stretch. 800 636 1067 202 432 1067. I am El Jefe. J Dubs is hanging out with me as well. Spoon down in Hotlanta for the Redskins. Coming up tomorrow against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, let's do a little sports here right now. All right. What are you, uh, what are you thinking, man? You think the. Uh, the Redskins have any half of a shot against the Falcons, considering how the Falcons manhandled my Dallas Cowboys? Well, the Falcons really are half the team they used to be without Michael Vick or Brian Finneran now. He's out, too. So I don't think that uh, they're going to be able to pull it off against the Redskins. Now, I'm not really a high fan of the Redskins either, but they're going to pull it out. Do you think this has happened? Do you think that because Spoon is now part of the, the Washington Redskins broadcast team, on the sidelines, holding the parabolic mics, that Jesus himself is looking down upon the Redskins and breaking Chad Pennington's wrist and breaking Michael Vick's ankle because Spoon is now part of the team. That's an interesting theory because I, I didn't really put the whole uh, thing together that the first two games, no quarterbacks. First two things, no quarterbacks. Who were they playing next week? Any idea who the Skins play next week? I would just say look out. Either look out or kill Spoon, one or the other. Because if Spoon's already in heaven, then there's no need for Jesus to look down upon the Redskins. Right or wrong, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. It is up to you. Um, a couple things with sports, man. We had talked about this before, Dubs, and I wanted by Curious BJ to be around. Maybe call him right now if you can see if you can get a hold of him. It's one of those things where... We had talked about it before. In fact, I think we'd done a whole segment on it about how prevalent hazing is in high school sports. And actually, just in sports, period, I think it's one of those things that you go through. 
and it's very homoerotic. <laughs> all of this, <laughs> this, this hazing. I don't know if you heard about yeah. this story. <laughs> Let me read this story to you. This sports story here. Look at everybody calling in to see whether or not Jesus looks down upon Spoon in the skin. <laughs> Several members of the Memphis High School football team have been accused of sexually abusing younger players in a hazing rite during a week-long preseason camp in Pennsylvania, prosecutors and school officials said yesterday. Authorities would not comment on the details of the ac uh, uh, um, accusations, but sources said older players allegedly abused at least three underclassmen possibly sodomizing them with different objects. <laughs> Ooh, I have a story about that. Has this happened oh. to you, and if so, is it fun? <laughs> 800-636-1067. It's all these listener polls. That's what we're doing now. This happened to you, Noodles? No, 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 no. Noodles, by the way, also joining us. Uh, yeah, how's it going? One of the um, creators of well, website for El Jefe's hideout. Okay, this, this actually happened to a fellow drumline mate of mine. A few years back, this was before I joined the drumline. Oh, and so this uh, happens in band, too, not just sports? <laughs> you wouldn't believe. Well, band is a sport. Uh, yeah. yeah. Marching band, that is. Not, not, it's it's not a sport. Hey, Where's the winner, then? Yeah. The winner is... Oh, wait. Competition. That, that's competition. We have a competition next Saturday. That's not true. Come out. To, come on. Come out. Come on out. You can do a remote. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm yeah. going to take the yeah. hideout to a high school marching band competition. Come exactly. on, it's fun. And then you can watch all the sodomy in the stands. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now, what, what happened was he was, uh, he, he was a freshman at the time, and uh, now he's a senior. But And the, there was an, an upperclassman, and he just he pinned him up against the wall and shoved a hi-hat symbol stand up. His, up you know. the bad place. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I was watching American <laughs> Pie 2 on Encore the other night, and I saw the the redhead who's like the geeky band nerd that's like really sexy in this really nerdy mm -hmm. sort of way. Did the same thing to the Jason Biggs character where she got the trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Play it with your ass. <laughs> that's what we band nerds do. Is that true, band nerds? No. No, not really. So it's a little more homer than that. Being in Garfield <laughs> band is like being in Oz, you know? <laughs> you, have to, you have to avoid band rape every day. Yeah. Oh my God! Lutes, clarinets. You're always something to your ass. You're always coining new terms, Dubs. Band sticks. Band rape. <laughs> you always revolutionize somehow. One time in band camp. Don, welcome into All Happy Side Out. Hello, All Happy. I don't know if you were actually asking or not, but after the Falcons, they play the Giants at home, then New England at home, then throw uh -oh. away. So Collins and Brady better look out. Is that what you're saying? First thing I think we have to worry about is New England. Atlanta and the Giants, I'm telling you right now, we're going to win those two. You got, the Giants beat up on the on the Rams. Are you serious? I, I love... They're not the same kind of team the Rams are. Different teams match up different ways. But here's the thing, too. I, yeah, I could be wrong. You're bad. I hate, to rain on, I hate to rain on the parade of Redskins fans. I know the Phenoms. Actually, bring in the Phenom. I don't know if the Phenom's around. I saw him. But here's, I saw the, one of them here's the thing. Yeah, Redskins fans are so stoked right now because you, you beat a really mediocre team, and you barely beat the mediocre team. How's it going? That mediocre team went one game away from... Um, was it the championship or just the conference finals they went to? It's not even the same team, though. Half of them are over here, the good players. I understand that. And Benny Testaverde. They're missing their quarterback. They're missing their quarterback. Get that. Testaverde has got his feet in the concrete. Look, he can't scramble with anything. A little? He is, I, said, I try to be nice, but he is still a veteran quarterback. <laughs> 
And as far as next week, if you really think Atlanta is going to beat them, they're missing their star quarterback, too. That's why they're going to lose. Yeah, but they beat up on the Cowboys. The Cowboys suck. Come on. <laughs> Thanks, well, suck. Right now, this year, they're going to have to be looking at rebuilding. You're probably... Whoever Dallas fan is, I forget which one of y'all. That's me. It's Hefe. All right, sorry about that. I'm a Lions fan. Well, Bills. Who would ever thought the day when the Lions are doing better than the Cowboys? The Lions probably (laughs) are going to finish better than the Cowboys. Other than that that one crap game in the playoffs where Scott Mitchell Mitchell was playing out of his ass and just like all over the place and amazing. Thank you for the info, Don. Now we're going to bring in the real sports experts. What's up, guys? The Phenoms. How you doing? Doing well. My favorite show on the radio. Yeah. Better than Stern. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. At this point, come on. <laughs> um, phenoms, what are you thinking, man? What do you What do you think about my? Look at you. What are you doing, Hales? Wearing the the skin stuff. Are you a Homer? I mean, it's free gear. I accept all free handouts. Noodles, will you pass that one over to uh, the Phenom? Let both the Phenoms have the mics for the second. Sorry, FCC director for El Jefe's hideout. That's your new title, by the way. <laughs> um, you got that free? How? Oh yeah. Um. We were at a press conference. I ran into some guy. He was a Reebok representative. Britney Spears press conference. I was, I was loving his jacket. And, you know, me put on my salesmanship hat and started talking to him a little bit. One thing led to another, and uh, he was like, "Hey, man, you want you want to get hooked up with one?" I was like, "Oh, that'd be great." And uh, I was like, you, "I asked if you want any cash, you know, slip him like a twenty or something." He's like, "Oh, it's all good. Take it, take it." And so Brett got one as well. And Here's uh, pants. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's basically. These, it's like hundred seventy-five dollars. These are what like Britney and Good Charlotte. They're giving them to the artists, like you yeah. know the the managers of the artists. And we just he just went up and worked the guy. I mean, I told the guy like I love Reebok. I mean, I, all I do is wear Nikes. <laughs> I mean, I bought a pair. Of, I bought I bought a new pair of shoes yesterday. Nikes. You played them like it was one of Spoon's bitches. Yeah, I told him I love Iverson. I wear Reebok. Our high school team wore Reebok. This went on and on. He you're he, full of crap. By he, was, he was digging it. Nice stroke. I like that. Yeah. Hey, dude, check. Oh wait, oh, noodles. Get out of here, man. God damn it, I forgot He's noodles. Too young to see that. I get the the password from Gothic. No noodles and the noodles. Noodles. <laughs> Beat noodles. it. Close your eyes. Go into calls. You're making me feel all uncomfortable. This girl's fat though. She's got a lot of. Yeah, no chubby girls. She needs yeah. some labia work. You are. You're into the Gothic six, right? Yeah. Well, did you hear that we had GothicSluts.com on? They need some loving too. You know. Was it a phoner? Yeah. Yeah. She's from the Maryland area. Nice, you gotta get her in the studio. I like the I like the black hair and the pale skin look. Who's re- oh, she's, she's, that. she's disgusting. That That's it's mine. Oh, you, you taking that stuff? Yeah, I love it. Is that good for you? Yeah, can't be. No, it is. It's a fed for free. Oh, okay. As okay. we do the commercial, maybe they'll become a sponsor of El Jefe's Ida. Actually, all that stuff, all that Ephedra stuff, honestly, because I worked at a gym before and I've like talked to like personal trainers and things. Are you sure you worked at a gym before? <laughs> what is that? You want an ass whooping? <laughs> uh, yeah. About rings outside. <laughs> it's tough. Um, but, yeah, the whole thing with the ephedra, though, is that as long as you drink water and you don't go crazy with, like, cigarettes and coffee and stuff, you're okay with it. It's not going to well, I think the problem with the ephedra was those baseball players were popping, like, 800 pills. They're supposed to take, like, two a day. Apparently, yeah. They pop, like, 20. Apparently, the dude that died for the Orioles, and this is what, I've, what people have told me, uh, and a couple of representatives in the industry, actually, that I've chatted with about it, he was very dehydrated. It was a very hot day. He hadn't eaten in, like, I don't know, a few, like, multiple hours, like 12. Pretty healthy. And he was popping the pills. I, he was trying to lose weight to make the team. I used to take ephedra all the time, and uh, you have to keep on drinking water because that just drains you of all liquid. Can you really feel, like, the effect, of, like, in your heart and stuff? Yeah, like, yeah, no. definitely. No, I could. I, well, the ephedra ones, I, don't, I yeah. stay away from the ephedra, but I'm telling you, my workouts are killer. I'm I mean, wondering what, what's going to happen to Bill Romanowski. I mean, he pops, like, 100 pills a day. 
What do you? Amino acids, all that stuff. I'm gonna get there once I lose this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna take on roids for a little. Are we gonna put you on a scale every week? Yeah. Like Charles Barkley. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. We did. We did that with Brett at school when we uh, did our show there. Really? What happened? Oh, Brett? He He's full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> He's just making things up. So phenoms. Let me ask yeah. you this question: Why are Skins fans so hyped when they barely beat a mediocre team? Let me tell you why. It's because they have a good shot of going two and zero. And the Redskins haven't. Can you guys? Do you guys remember the last time the Redskins went two and zero? Nineteen ninety one. Ailes, you were taking steal my thunder. Nineteen ninety one. And they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> good teamwork Joe, under Joe Gibbs. <laughs> That's why. I mean. Things were clicking last week. I mean, in the first half, they looked better than the other. Clicking? They had one season in the first half. half. Now, we want the Redskins fans to be, like, mad or upset. We won a game. We, we start off 1-0. We have a chance starting off 2-0. But they think they're no, going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think, I think they should be happy that they won the game, but they, they shouldn't be saying, oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to kill everybody that gets in our way because we beat the Jets. I don't think anyone's really said that, though. The guy that just called did. I'm saying that. Well, <laughs> you're well, a cute. In fact, it's so funny because... Dyslexic V is in here with the Redskins Radio Network, and during the game, I'll make fun of him whenever the Redskins make a bad play, and he gets all pissed off. You really think you're Super Bowl bound this year? 16 and 0. <laughs> <laughs> I love the confidence. Think about that's a, think about Redskins fans. If they're winning, everyone's all aboard and everyone's fired up. But if they're losing, you know, people are putting bags over their head. No one wants yeah. to go to the game. People wear their jerseys like inside out and backwards. This is why this that's could be true. the worst sports town in the United States of America. Everyone's too fickle around here. I mean, I, that's just the way it is. With the, the Bullets, with the Mystics. The Bullets. And, uh, you know, the Redskins in the Capitals. That's I mean, a nice shot right there. She's cute. Gothicsluts.com. Mm. He doesn't look too gothic, though. Yeah, she's got the nipple rings and the, the dark what hair. What is it about gothic chicks that turn you on? Is it like, you like the fact that you'll think they'll slap you around or something? No, I don't. I, I think he does want to be abused when he's, uh... No, I don't. I do. I, it's not too healthy, I don't think. I don't want to be abused. I think I think you want them to wax you while they're doing you. <laughs> wax my ass, please. Wax that ass. But what causes... Oh, that's a good one. That's oh, yeah, a good thing. Yeah. You see that tattoo, like, in the, the small of the back or whatever that is, right above the ass? That's, that's a target. You want. That's a target. target. That's so a target. So you get in the hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, better not be in the hair. It's the crosshair. Nice, bro. We'll just look at that as we talk Redskins. I feel like a man right now. <laughs> Talking sports, looking at porn. Need, a bunch of need, guys in here. Tommy, bring All we need drinks. Yeah, exactly. 800-636-1067. Tommy's the wife. 202-432-1067. Remember, the phenoms are coming up next after us. We're not going to talk about sports too much longer. Okay. Huh? And e well. Even if it is, this is idiots on sports. Yeah. What do we know? Spoon's not here. He carries a load, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, we've been lost without him. Mike, welcome into All Half Ace Hideout. How's it going? What's up, bro? Who's talking about about my skins, man? I am El Jefe. About the whole country. Mediocre. At best. No, no, no. It, obviously, I'm, I'm talking to a Dallas fan. Well, you could be. But I, That's right. I'm just saying, tomorrow you're going to get you're going to get manhandled by the Falcons. I don't think man. Let me tell you why that's not going to happen. Why? Doug Johnson. That's the reason right there. He owes Spurrier. He's going to throw a couple interceptions, and they're done. It's all these same people. The same thing that. Peyton Manning can't handle the, no, the no, no, no. Spurrier Jackson Johnson. Former Florida quarterback. Well, former Florida baby. All right, Spurrier. Call the phenoms. <laughs> I don't care about the Redskins. Let's go to the warm one. Uh oh. El Jefe's hideouts hotline. You're on the air. Yeah. <laughs> Next subject, please. 
<laughs> He's drunk. Uh, you are drunk, aren't you, Spoon? Spoon uh, calling from Hotlanta. Just a little bit. Just a little Spoon, bit. man. How many girls? Man, the Redskins show up at the field tomorrow, though. That's all I got to say. What? No, a... Just kidding. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, monkey wrench. <laughs> Who threw the monkey wrench in the show? Oh, <laughs> monkey wrench on the hotline. You all right away. So what's up, bro? How is it down in Hotlanta, man? Oh, it's awesome, man. What uh? Was running around. So you... The uh, charter plane over. Oh man, we we're treated like kings. You were actually on the plane with the skins. Right, exactly. We sat in the back, but uh, everybody got their own little bag of goodies on the way. Can you believe Cameron Gray had the audacity to say that you guys were the Rosa Parks of the Redskins airplane? <laughs> What's wrong with you? in the back, man. You get isolate. Make sure we get that one. That's that's got to go into a drop. Phenom, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you guys got to awesome. go do stuff. Thanks, man. But um, appreciate being here. You know, I'm telling you. There? Yeah, the phenoms are. I'm telling our master plan is working out. You see, we started out midnight to three. Now we're up to eight to eleven. You Keep guys are on. Or, uh, we're moving on up. You guys are on earlier now. Eleven to how long? You like? How late you going tonight? We're just going two hours to one. Yeah. Oh come on, go three. Give us three. three. If we're feeling I, it, we're I don't know three. if it's been cleared by manager. No, you can. Can't, we cleared it. Trust me, Cameron, the guy that makes the Rosa Parks comments, doesn't care. You can go till three. <laughs> go till three. I will see how we're feeling. Cut in the middle of sporting news radio. Just join it, like in the middle of a sports event. Yeah, I might do. Yeah, something. like if they say something you don't like, just pride yourself up. <laughs> say this is what the phenoms think. <laughs> You're wrong. That's hilarious. All right, guys. All right, man. All right, thank you, guys. Let's chat with Spoon. What's hey, Spoon. Up, so, uh, oh, Tommy's got a question for you. Hey, Spoon. This is Tommy. A Tara forgot to give me her number last week. I was wondering if you could pass that on to me. <laughs> I don't think so, big guy. Matter of fact, she made a comment how creepy you were. She was like, can oh. you put arm around me? Uh, and I was a little freaked out. Can you tell him not to do that? I was just like, ah, oh, he's just one of the listeners. Don't worry about it. Wait a second, though. Wait a <laughs> second. Uh, we're referring to last weekend's show where we had some hot chicks come up from this thing called Mad Events. They were all skanks to us. They were really bitches to us, and we all got pissed off. And they all said they would never sleep with us and all that kind of stuff. What, what ended up happening to you uh, the rest of that night? I noticed you disappeared with um, Skanky 3 and Skanky 4 for a little while <laughs> down into the bottom of the garage. We're, we're numbered them like they're Slipknot. Lenny and Tara? <laughs> yeah, those skanks. Yeah, we were discussing, you know, things we, in the future, nights that, you know, we have planned, maybe a threesome, who knows? Shut up, you're such a liar. Uh, but it, <laughs> what did you end up doing the rest of that night, dog? Uh, I went over uh, the owner's house and, uh, you know, had a nice sleep. Laid the pipe? Had a, you know, had a nice uh, sleep. She, do you know she was hitting on me, right? Yeah, she was grabbing your ass, dude. So did you, you know, did you go anywhere with that or what? No, I told you I didn't want to. I didn't want to go there. We got the bi curious one too online. Bi curious is on. Yep. All right, I'm gonna dump spoon for bi curious uh, BJ. Hey, Dubs. Hey, <laughs> hey. I'm drinking six pack. All right. <laughs> Hold on, let me make sure that uh, spoon is locked. Bi curious BJ. What's up? <laughs> What's up, bro? What's up, guys? How you doing, man? I'm, I'm pretty good. How about yourself? You know, right now on the phone lines, we're one retard away from a hat trick. Yep. We're, <laughs> hey. we're one retard short of a hat trick. <laughs> um, BJ, can you hold on a second? Sure. Uh, repeat now. We, we were talking about uh, hazing, and I'm sure you have some high school hazing stories, okay? 
All right. So hold on, okay, because we're going to come back to you. All right. All right. So, Spoon, do you have anything else to add to the conversation, or can we get to the real star of the show? No, you can let me go. Where are you guys staying? Uh, we're staying at the Marriott, bro. Oh, oh, you're actually staying in the hotel with the skins, aren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Room service, you know, BJs at any, any, any request. You know what we should do next week? What should we do? We should have you go around to all their rooms, write down all the room numbers, and we can broadcast it. And right. Anybody who wants yeah. to speed down there and, like, just hands Just do that for Daniel Schneider. Yeah. Get <laughs> Schneider's room number. And we can call him, then. If we have his room number, we can call Schneider. Hey, what was Cameron like on the plane? <laughs> he was cool. I was sitting right next to him. He was, you know, reading, doing crossword puzzles and such. Was he 80? He's such a nerd. <laughs> nerd a lot. Yeah, he, you know, he was being geeked out, but... Right, are you drunk? Are you drunk or high? Uh, a little of both, but you like being, you like being on that team playing because they don't check you at. Uh... <laughs> That's right. I just go right through. No security. <laughs> Actually, we did get checked, but uh, you know, I was all clean, so it was fine. It was fine. They don't check that tinfoil in their pocket, do you? Like Damon Stottlemyre, huh? <laughs> right. You think you think Spoon would be that stupid? Come on. Yes. Is, is, <laughs> is Cameron there? No, he's not. Who's that in the back room? Is that John? John and, yeah, Daryl, the engineer. You hanging out with Lavernius Coles? Nah, so we were uh, just down at Champions inside the hotel. Smoot was there. A couple other players were there. You... Hey, uh, if you talk to Lavernius Coles, tell him I traded him off my uh, fantasy league. Yeah, tell him Dubs dropped him for Garrison Hurst. <laughs> that's going to ruin his day tomorrow. Actually, that's going to give him something. I'm going to prove that Dubs wrong. I'm going to tear Atlanta up just because Dubs dropped me. Right, Cole so. is going to have. I look. This is my little prediction. Cole is going to have two touchdowns tomorrow. So big mistake on your part, J Dubs. I hope big so. Mistake. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. All right, bro. We'll see you, bro. Sure. I hope you get back safe. Do you? In a casket. <laughs> <laughs> hope we die on the side of the field. That'd be great for our ratings. Bye, curious BJ. What's up? All right, bro. Welcome back into El Jefe's Hideout. You flaked out on us last weekend. Where were you? As a sports analyst, you got to be around. I was around. I I just... Uh, I called and I called and I called. I, I'm not a... Res no one ever said I was a responsible sports analyst. Okay, fair we enough. We need you to be. Okay. Now, we were talk talking about this story. Look at me. I'm so comfortable on the air. I'm just eating. Like, I care. We're all just... Well, you're a pro. Here. It's Saturday night. Come on. I've been in the business six years. I can eat on the air. <laughs> but, um... We're talking about the story. This high school football team accused of sexually abusing younger players in a hazing incident during one of their week-long camps. They say, okay. allegedly, there was some sodomy with some foreign objects. Okay. Does this ha Has this happened to you? Which end, When you were at Fowlerville High, which end of it were you on? Bottom. Which, which what was I on? End of it. Were you doing the hazing or were you hazed? I... We did both. We, uh, we went through both of them. Really? Yeah, yeah, we went through both, but I mean, I can't ever recall any. No, no sodomy, but any we sodomy incidents is taking place. We would, uh, we would golden shower though. Yeah, we would definitely do that. In the showers? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why is that? I mean, why would you go off and do something like that? Because to me, that's very homoerotic. Well, BJ made the mistake of doing it to a middle schooler before when he was in high school. No, who? No, who did that to? Actually, that was not me. He got blamed with it though. Yeah, I got the blame. What's but, the story? Because I was okay. We went to we had a, our practice with the middle school team at the middle school in Fowlerville, 
And after practice, one of our teammates decided to urinate on this middle school wrestler. So this wrestler turns around and told the athletic director that I did it, which was complete, completely not true. So I had to go through this whole interviewing process, this whole investigation type thing. What ended up happening? Remember when we got pulled into the uh, athletic director's office for doing it to our teammates before? Yeah, that's a good story. I, I don't know if we can say it, though. I don't think we can use that terminology. Well, do it cleanly. Come okay. on, you're a pro. Well, you can't do on anything. Yeah, right. well, just get around it. Okay. Our, uh, our, our athletic director pulled us into his office, and he looks at us with a big red face. <sighs> what would you do if anybody number one or number two'd on you? And we're like, hey, no one ever, uh, no one ever did the, uh, the, uh, the act. Yeah. yeah. We did the, we did the, uh, golden showers, but not the other one. Yeah, you gotta understand this, this athletic director is like the big wig of Fowlerville. Like, he's the man of the, of the community. And like, he pulled us in there and was yelling at us about this. It was quite, distur quite a disturbing conversation we had. What do you want to bring up in sports by Curious BJ? What's the big news right now? The big news in sports has got to be the Michigan win over Notre Dame. That is pretty big. And they wasn't... I, you have to expect it, though. Now, I, I thought they would win, but I just wasn't expecting that much of a blow, and it could have been a lot worse. What was it, 38 nothing? Yeah, it was like 38 nothing, and they had their starters pulled out by the fourth, beginning of the fourth quarter. Should we call Shafee? What's that? We should call Shafee. I don't think I want to talk to Shafee about that. Why not? I'm sure he's not, because he's a big Notre Dame fan. I know, that's why it'd be funny. <laughs> you want to call him real quick? Sure. All right, hold on a second. Shafee is our buddy. He did uh, Serial Killer Saturday Night with us. He also did, um, he's done a lot of stuff with us. Let's ask him about this. I want him to debate. I want you to take the side of Michigan uh, by Curious BJ. And Shafee will take the side of Notre Dame. This is, wow, I bet he's so upset. Um, I bet he yells at us. I haven't talked to him in a while. He thought this was Notre Dame's year. I hate Notre Dame. It's like people hate the Cowboys. I hate Notre Dame. It's God's team, man. Because <laughs> you're a Satanist. That's yeah. why you hate Notre Dame. He's probably not answering his phone. <laughs> I can tell out of that. He's got a stupid ass. Hello? Hey, you there? Yeah, I got <laughs> Yeah, he's got a message. I forgot that that's the message on his cell phone. I haven't heard of that know. one. After the mother effing message, after the mother effing beat, leave a mother effing message because you're talking to mother effing Shafee. <laughs> yeah, he is pretty How pretentious though. is that? He's such a clown. He does think he's the band. Sources say as many as three players have been suspended from the team but remain in school pending the outcome of the investigation. I had talked about this before. We had this one kid. His name was Joe D. And he was like this all star, like. Football, like wasn't what? he the guy who toured with Kid Rock, the little midget? No, that was, was Josie. <laughs> okay, Josie. But what he would do is he's like this big, looks a little bit like the linebacker actually on Playmakers, the white dude, bald head, just you know, big guy. The classic and, middle linebacker. And what the Chris Spielman looking type dude, except he was oh he was actually the middle linebacker and he was the fullback. And what he would do when we were freshmen in high school is he'd walk around, and he was known for having a very large member. And so what he would do is, like, whenever you're, you know, in the locker and you're bent over and you're tying your shoes, it would, he would sneak up on you and, like, have somebody distract and start de-slapping you in the face. <laughs> and, like, that was his thing.
It happened one time. To you? No. no. I, I, luckily, that's why I got out of football and went into baseball, where they would sit in the bus and like sit there and play games to see who could get it, like, <laughs> you know, uh, can you say hard? Ready. Ready the quickest. Yeah. Exactly. So, anyway, what ends up happening, though, is there was this big guy, this big guy that ended up going playing for Vanderbilt and played on their offensive line. Big dude. One day he's in there taking a shower, and it's the point where, you know, you're washing your... And this is really a mistake whenever you're taking showers in the high schools where you're, you know, you wash your hair and you wash your face. You never wash your face in a high school shower because that means you got to close your eyes. And that's what people are looking for when you're closing your eyes, washing your face. That's when everybody sneaks up on you. One time we went, me and BJ went to a wrestling camp, and BJ uh, decided to... Uh... Golden shower, a, uh, <laughs> a, uh, a shampoo bottle, and later on a kid used it. Oh! And the kid knew right away because he knows our style. <laughs> so that's the that's the J Dub's BJ style. Yeah. So that's the guy, how you roll. First one, we used to have this wrestling thing we used to do in wrestling every year. It started when I was a freshman, where we'd at, we'd have morning runs every morning at the beginning of the season, like for conditioning, mm -hmm. and they would get little cups of apple juice and it'd be warm of course he'd, our coach would leave it out and he'd fill these little cups of apple juice for all the freshmen to drink and he goes alright I want you guys to take these cups and I want you to drink them because you can't smell them you can't do anything with them you just gotta drink them why it's just kind of like a, you know, just a, scare, a trust thing just a scare tactic type thing and this is the coach doing it yeah no wonder you guys are so screwed and have this fascination with right. golden showers it gets worse go ahead <laughs> so I'm sure if you're involved my sophomore year we had a we had a freshman. His name was Steve Nelson. <laughs> don't give his whole name. No one knows him out here. Don't worry. God damn it, guys. Steve Nelson, do you think there are in the United States? Come on. All right, go ahead. And uh, I decided to take it a little farther. So I actually gave the cup to one of our other teammates who golden showered in the cup. And we all set him up. I'm like, hey, here you go, Steve. Oh, God. And he I never heard this one. Downed it and never said a word. Oh, God. Went, went about his business, acting like nothing happened. Oh, my God. Well, he's like, that's not. And then we all said it was just apple juice. He didn't say a word. He didn't complain. He just downed it like a champ. He <laughs> <laughs> just went about his business? He didn't say a word. Wow. I want everybody to know, later on, Steve N., he, uh, he broke down his uh, junior year in the wrestling room, started crying. Yeah, had a, he had a mental breakdown. He had a mental breakdown. Why? Just, uh, actually, nothing was going on that day. It was from the abuse? Probably. Oh, my God. I remember one time, who went, who went up to him and asked him if his uh, parents were cousins, and he just started crying. Yeah, his, rumor has it. These are allegations and rumors with no substance, but rumor <laughs> has it that his parents are first or second cousins. Because all of them have uh, unibrows. Oh, my gosh. And someone went up to him and asked him, and he just started crying. What? How do you guys live with yourselves? <laughs> Wait, we... A day at a time, my friend, a day at a time. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Have, have you ever been hazed dyslexic, V? No, never. I never went to school anyway, so... Really? No. You're such a liar. You never had any sort of hazing incident? No. Wow, I, I think I told the story, too, about the kid, the, the star high school basketball player who would come up and, like, in the middle of the gym, 
he was like going to go off and play like you know big time college ball. So they let him get away with whatever because he was like the star at the high school. In the middle of the gym, in front of everybody, principals and teachers, he just walk up to the freshman and just punch him in the middle of the chest. And be like, open chest, ha, ha, ha. And, like, one kid had to go to the hospital. Nothing <laughs> happens to the dude. Hey, by Curious BJ, remember when uh, people, like, during lunchtime, you would have the whole gym open to play basketball or whatever? Yeah. What would happen is there'd be a couple A-holes at the end of the gym just rifling basketballs all the way across the place, and, like, people would just be standing there talking, and <laughs> every once in a while, someone would just catch it right in the face. <laughs> yeah, how about yourself, <laughs> Stephen and Dove? I was on the receiving end of the basketball. Yeah, I got hit in the face with a basketball before. Launched. And Bikers BJ's uh, brother came up and told the guy off, and <laughs> it was all good. The guy pandered down like a bitch. Now, what are you guys? You guys cousins or friends or what? No, well, what it is, it, we're not even related. We're actually, we're not even related. The closest we are is my, his mom, his mom's brother Tom's wife is my uh -huh. dad's sister. Yeah. My mom's brother, which is my uncle, is married to his mom's sister. So, <laughs> so you're cousins. In, not through blood. Everybody's related in Fowlerville, and everybody's first cousins, and everybody's breaking down crying because of golden showers from Vicarious BJ. Yeah, hey, used to have oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. BJ has made many kids cry at school. What you used to hold on a second? Let's talk to Pat real quick. Pat has a hazing story. Pat, welcome into All Happy Side Out on 106.7 WJFK. Hey, what's up? What's up? Yeah. Uh, what happened to me? You want me to tell you my, you my story? Yeah, hurry though. All right, that's cool. Um, <laughs> this was like a week and a half ago. I was nice. in, I do marching band and we were in there and I was like bending over playing lunch. Oh, okay, God. And this kid walks by and sticks his. All right, now I'm just gonna hang up on that one. BJ, you still there? No, we lost BJ. It's a shame. Want me to call him back? Yeah, call him back. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Other sports going on. You a big uh, basketball fan? Uh, NBA. NBA fan? Yeah. So, did you hear about this? The Wizards have signed Gilbert Arenas. Okay? That's going to be the star point guard. Arenas comes over from the Golden State Warriors. Actually, a pretty good little point guard. Played at Arizona. Uh, he's got some mad skills. Arenas has made a playoff guarantee that the Wizards will indeed make the playoffs this upcoming season. Two questions. Question. <laughs> is Arenas right? Will the Wizards make the playoffs? More importantly, is it ever smart to make any guarantees? Never. I mean, we we make the three chuckle an hour guarantee, and I don't think we deliver tonight. <laughs> I think we more than deliver tonight. <laughs> I think we got Spoon here. I don't know. I, I think we should just reserve that right for when Spoon's here, because that's when we get all the chuckles. Do you think here it is? Uh, Gilbert Arenas came with the guarantee. The biggest free agent signing of the Washington Wizards offseason held his first news conference with the team on Tuesday, and he sounded ready to defy history. I can prove it. I'm gonna do it. We're gonna make the playoffs. Arenas said, "We're gonna do whatever it takes." to make the playoffs this year. The Wizards haven't made the playoffs since 97 and haven't won a playoff game since 88. Even Jordan couldn't take the team to the postseason in his three and a half seasons in the front office or as a player. Do the Wizards have half a shot to make the playoffs this year? And is Gilbert Arenas enough to get them over? Dubs. Not the first year. It's going to take at least a three-year process to get them to the playoffs. I mean, it is the East, but still. I think they actually do have a shot to make the playoffs. But making a prediction that you're going to make a playoffs in the East, that's half-assed. 
The East, the East is easily the JV of the NBA. There's no doubt that the Western Conference with my Dallas Mavericks, the Lakers, the Spurs, and the Kings are going to rule the NBA. And whoever comes out of the East, including you, kid, too good enough to sign with anybody in the West, and you're going to stay in New Jersey and bring up Alonzo Mourning, you got no shot. There's no way in hell that you're going to be able to make the playoffs. And if you do, I mean, you're going to make the playoffs, but you're not going to win anything. I think you, you're seeing kind of a shift in the East, though. The East is getting better. Are you a crack? No. You are. No, I'm not. I think you're smoking it. Here's why. The it's only a, it's thing... not a big... I, I'm not saying it's going to happen anytime soon, but there is a shift going. We're talking basketball, BJ. Okay. The only team with a viable shot would be the New Jersey Nets. And all they've got is kid in morning, and morning is going to crap out at some point during the season because of his kidneys and his kidney problem. I honestly believe that there is no team in the Eastern Conference that can come out and even hang with the fifth-best team in the Western Conference, including the Minnesota Timberwolves. What do you think, BJ? I agree. I, agree. I think the top at least, four, at least four teams could be any team in the, in the East, at least. Our sports analyst. What else did you do when you were in high school making fun of kids? Well, we used to have this thing that we, it was called Senior Run. And what would happen was all the seniors would, like, get together and take a day out, and they would all, like, get, like, one into the hallway. Mm -hmm. And we have, like, freshman hallway, junior hallway, and it makes, like, a big circle, kind of. What's going and on they, in high school in Fowlerville? And they would just run. And there's, you know, we're, there's only, like, maybe 100 kids at this, at this time. They don't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And they just run the hall. I mean, it's... Yeah, they, they knock you know, over they, anybody over in the way. That is so good. I mean, I've even seen teachers get knocked over. That is really weird. Um, uh, tell them about uh, Robbie. What is this? <laughs> it's, it's, Robbie K. It's Fallowville catch-up time. <laughs> tell them about Robbie K. What did you do to Robbie K? <laughs> Hurry. All right, there's this kid, and his name's Robbie K. <laughs> we know that. And it started off, there's, like, so many stories about him. I don't even know. One, one day we were in class. Pick one. And I was. I want you to tell about how you made him cry. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was sitting in class, and he, he was sitting next to me, and I looked over at him like, hey, Robbie, what's up? And he looked over at me, and I was kind of looking at him. He's like, he's like, what? I'm like, hey, just. Nothing. I kind of went over and scooted my desk, my desk closer to him. <laughs> and I kind of, like, reached over and kind of, like, started rubbing his arm a little bit. I'm like, what, man? I'm like, it's okay, man. It's okay. It's just us. It's just us. <laughs> so he's, like, kind of freaking out. And he's, like, staring me down. So I, like, came over and I sat on his desk. And his, the desk kind of come down at an angle. Uh -huh. So I, like, slid down the <laughs> desk and, like, landed in his lap. And what did I say to him? I forgot what I said to him. You said... Why did your un uncle rape you? Oh. I, what did I? What did I? <laughs> I did say that, didn't I? And well, I heard that his. God. I heard that his uncle. Like, used, hello. Yeah. I heard that his uncle used to rape him when he was young. No, come on. And so I, I thought it was all just joking around. So I brought it up, and you know, he, he looked at me for a second, and then his. Face turned beet red. <gasps> yeah, it was crying, and then he got up and ran out of the room. Oh my God! Are you serious? Oh, this is where it gets even better. Well, no, it doesn't get better. <laughs> so he comes to me like two days later, and he goes, "I went down. I just want you to know, I went down and I talked to the counselor, and I'm going to press sexual harassment charges on you, and you're, you know, and just freaked out on me, and so I, of course, freaked out. 
So I run down to the counselor's office, and I go into her office, and I slam the door shut, and I go, I didn't. I went off on a rant. I didn't do anything. I was just joking around. I freaked out. And she looks at me. She goes, Robbie, Kane never even came and saw me. I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> She's like, what are you talking about? She's like, what, what happened? I'm like, oh, nothing. Wow. And just kind of snuck out of there and like, oh, man. All right, bye, Curious BJ. <laughs> it was good chatting with you, man. All right. We'll see you. Hey, try to come up with some sports next week all instead right. of how you used to abuse the kids hey, at Fowlerville. Let's get, let's get this all walk. Who's going to win? What, what, what games are guaranteed? Yeah, what games are guaranteed tomorrow? What games are guaranteed tomorrow? Yeah. I say it's a guarantee that Tampa Bay is going to win. I think Tampa Bay is going to win their first at least seven games without losing. Who do they got tomorrow? Tampa? Oh, <laughs> How are you making guarantees? You don't even know who's playing. Tampa Bay's going to win their first seven games. I don't care who they're playing. How about that? Thank you, BJ. All righty. I will see you. 5,000. 5,000. Christ. Who hired that kid? Are we paying him? We haven't even paying you. Oh, that's right. A couple of interesting quotes uh, as we're wrapping up the hideout here on this Saturday night. <clears throat> the show peaked with gothicsluts.com. And then we started talking about Jesus and Satanism. I think I think God looked down on us a little bit yeah. and said the show's going to suck from here on out. Um, filmmaker Quentin Tarantino is defending scenes in his new movie Kill Bill in which Uma Thurman's comatose character is rented out as a sex toy. This sounds like something you guys would do in Fowlerville. Many people who have seen the clips of the film uh, fear the scenes are much too much, but Tarantino says he isn't worried. Uh, this is actually a quote from Tarantino. If there was some unknown patient in a coma for four years and she looked like Uma Thurman, I bet you people would be effing her. What do you think, Dubs? True? True. <laughs> what do you think, dyslexic me? You think at any point that's true? Yeah, I think so. I don't think so. What are you guys on crap? Now you're just saying that it's true. Just to say something. Of course not. That's why uh, I think Tarantino's so cool, though, because he's able to come out with these outrageous statements. I believe him. And uh, I have movie ideas. You really think if there was somebody, if somebody was in a coma for four years and people started renting out her body as a sex object or a sex toy, like a live doll or something? If it was illegal. If it, I think people would do it. Obviously, it's not legal. Get the out music ready. It's track two from the new Manson. Um, Tommy Chong, man, this is actually kind of depressing as I look at you, a dyslexic V, as a fellow Latino. Tommy Chong, who played one half of the dope-smoking duo in Cheech and Chong movies, was sentenced to nine months in federal prison and fined $20,000 Thursday for selling bongs and other drug paraphernalia over the Internet. Oh, that's not a crime. The 65-year-old will remain free until he must report to federal prison. Chong also forfeited about $100,000 for his drug arrest or his arrest on drug paraphernalia charges. That really is, like... I know that they're trying to make an example of mm -hmm. Tommy Chong. Mm -hmm. It's not even like he was selling dope. He was selling what are termed um, headpieces or, you know, glass water pipes and things like that. Yes, uh, smoking accessories. Smoking yeah. accessories so that people can enjoy tobacco. I wonder if this is going to put a little, you know, quash and um, maybe stop the new Cheech and Chong movie that's supposed to be coming out. Because the boys have apparently gotten back together. I doubt it. This is like... Uh... Put sales up. You think? You think? Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah! You're coming from the angle. This may actually be a marketing ploy. Well, it's not, I don't think it's a marketing ploy, but I think it's going to help. I don't think he cares. 
Tommy Chong actually looks a lot like my uncle that I was telling you about. They used to have us on the farm. Oh, wow. He's looking like Colonel Sanders. You mean Uncle Amando? Amado. Amado. Uncle Amado. Does he look like Colonel Sanders? No, he doesn't look like Colonel Sanders. Okay. Let me ask you, though. Legitimately, when are we going to stop the war on drugs? When are we going to admit that we lost the war? Do we ever have any hope of winning we... the war? When we win the war on terrorism, that's when we're going to win the war on drugs. <laughs> and what is it about the United States of America where we decide we're going to start laying stake to all these, you know, we're going to start, we're going to fight this war, we're going to fight this war. And why can't we just start a war with people instead of intangibles? You yeah, know? there's no way you're going to win a war on drugs. People have been getting high forever. There's no way you're going to win the war on terrorism. Terrorism has been coming, going on forever. I mean, guerrilla warfare and tactics. That's basically what the Why terrorism is. Why is it down to a black and white thing? Oh, come on. Why? <laughs> Why does it come back to that? Nobody said it's a black and white thing. Guerrilla that's... tactics, that's like not playing fair when it comes oh, okay. to war. What's wrong with you? So there it is. Let's tell Hefe's hideout for Saturday, September 13th. Of the year 2002, Dyslexic V, thank you for hanging out, man. You're welcome. Uh, hopefully, you, oh, good. I hopefully enjoyed yourself. And don't worry about you know the whole Satanism thing and stuff. I'm not swimming that. Don't worry. We'll take the blame for that one. That one's all us. Thank you to Noodles who stopped by. I also want to thank um, By Curious BJ for calling in. Yeah, that was great. Oh, GothicSluts.com. I should actually, while I have the opportunity, they gave us the free comp, and I've been looking at all the uh, sites. Is that, a, is that a lifetime membership? No, I think it's probably going to expire at some point. What, a, third, a three day or something? Here's one of the chicks. Oh, this is the girl. I'm, this is the girl I want to marry. Yeah, she is cute. She's got the short black hair. Wow. Pasty yeah. skin. But the the area looks like an egg. Wow. I don't like it. You don't like that? I like the top half. You are sick. She's what, beautiful. What do you think about down low? Uh, it looks a little odd. It looks like an egg. An egg? Yeah. I like it because she's got like this very sophisticated look, and then she uncrosses her legs, and there are no panties there. Hey, Heavy, can you check on uh, Hot or Not one more time? Yeah. Let's see how Cameron's doing. I just checked on Hot or Not. It's pretty upsetting. He's still got a 7.6. Oh, he went so, down. Well, he, but he was, he's been 7.7, 7.6. Oh. He was at an 8 for a second yesterday. Also want to thank uh, Tommy, who came in and did an outstanding job producing the show tonight. Truly amazing. Good stuff. Noodles, who stopped by, and his bandmate. Wow. She's kind of thick down there. I like that, though. She's got, like, the big legs. Easy entry, no skirt. Wow, Brian. i got to go home. <laughs> uh, GothicSluts.com. The Phenoms are coming in next. El Jefe's Hideout 106.7 WJFK. We didn't get half the stuff we wanted to do. But uh, that just means less prep next weekend, right, Doug? Right. <laughs> well, make sure you check out Ron and Fez all week long uh, from 7 to 11 and also the 11 a.m. show. Uh, El Jefe's Hideout 106.7 WJFK. We out, bitch.